podcast about crystals of sugar. Yo, 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 skirt bag. Welcome back into this podcast where we're talking about crystals of meth today. How are you doing? <laughs> Dude, I've only had sugar today that's crystallized. Crystallized sugar. That's not bad. That probably is bad still, I guess. I don't know. You don't want to say anything? Johnny's just sitting here not saying anything. Hey, no, you I can were, see him you moving were, around. You you fro- he's, not, he's just staring at me. You were frozen for the longest of times. I wasn't frozen for that. No, you weren't. Your head was moving. I could see you blinking. You're fucking looking at me and shit. Oh, I was, <laughs> dude, you were frozen like this. And then I was like, it was a long freeze. It was like, all right, are we gonna have to restart this, or am I just gonna like come back to Kenny like podcasting? I came back to Kenny podcasting. Yeah, straight back to the pod, bro. <laughs> Keeping it a mean. Uh, we just we just roll right through these technical difficulties like nothing to happen. Yeah, we really do, dude. And you know what? It's just like the most rawest form of the podcast that you can get. Yeah. Like, we're not editing nothing, dude. This is the true us. I listened to this one podcast. I just started it. It's uh, this lady. Her name's Diana Rogers. Um, And she was like, oh, I lied. She does record her episodes ahead of time. But that's not the one that I was thinking of. I was actually, me and Lex listened to... uh, call her daddy today little dicky was on there and um they're like yeah like new seasons out and they're like well we're recording this one like a couple months in advance so the season's not out yet and little dicky's like no but when you hear it it's out and it's best season yet (laughs) dude ah, they're off to a great start yeah it was good dude it was really funny like right off the bat it was like instantly into like his personality like yeah she asked him like if he wanted to be called dave or or little dicky um and then, like, after, like, a little intro, he was just like, no, I really like the place in here. Like, I really love these colors. Like, like I'm not just, like, saying this because I'm here. Like, if I were to buy a house, I would want this color to be, like, in my house. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, like, I, like, mimicked it, like, after my closet. Like, this is my closet color, blah, blah, blah. It took me so long to find. She was like, dude, I'll, I'll have, like, somebody, like, send you over, like, the shade that it is. And he was like, dude, yeah. And I said to <laughs> that, I was like, I was like, dude, Dave has to be, like, the easiest podcast guest because, like, he'll just hop on and just start talking. And he's just, like, such, like, a genuine dude just yeah dude i feel like he's like a real easy guy to talk to too like yeah. outside of like interviews and stuff yeah like he probably I holds would, the conversation so well i would like to go back and listen to like listen to the whole thing because like you know we listened to it on the way home from the doctors today but then i started working i didn't listen to it um it was pretty good dude it was interesting to see like his background and like did you know he had an older brother no i didn't yeah so the girl who's running call her daddy she was like when he said that she was like oh like you give off like big like only child vibes and yeah, like, yeah he really does. Know, i know i do i've never thought about it that way but he really does give like only yeah. child vibes i was like that's that's like, literally <laughs> that's the best, spot like, on <laughs> uh description um no it was good they talked about like his dick and like his childhood and his upbringing and stuff like that it was pretty cool not too shabby. His uh, his whole story about how he like pretty much had a corporate job locked down and was just like, "Fuck this, this isn't fulfilling," and then like pretty much bet his life on his dream, and it turned out was is pretty awesome. Yeah, like he wasn't it's- like somebody who had no security and like was like trying to make it out of that. Like he had security and like left that to risk yeah. like financially just a life. It's dope. It's really it's really funny though because he was talking about like growing up and he was like, you know, like as a, like a person, like I'm like extremely risk averse. Like I like, you know, 
try to avoid risk. Um, so like I wouldn't put myself in certain situations, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but you literally quit like a solid nine to five to pursue a rap career. Yeah. That's like a huge risk. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it was good. It was good. I have to go back and listen to the rest of it. And it was cool. He said he was like, yeah, you know, once I started like kind of working in the rap industry, like I kind of realized that like just like the like makeup of my life and everything around me is like pretty comedic. So it wouldn't be bad yeah. to like make a show around it. Um, And it's not obviously it's not like his life, like scene for scene. It's just like loosely based off of it, like some right. of the events and stuff. Um, did he uh did he talk about dropping any music anytime soon? No. Nah, I only listened to like the first like 25 minutes. Mm. Maybe maybe I wonder, more. I wonder if he's like cuz I mean dude, he pretty much like came out and did like professional rapper and all that and like hasn't put out any music since then. So like yeah. a lot of people are always just like, "Yo, like love what you're doing with the show and stuff, but I really actually like like your music." And I wonder if he like kind of looks at his music as like this comedic thing but like there are some people out there that actually like like him for his music yeah i wonder if he'll ever do like stand-up probably no, not he would be a he would be a great stand-up comic dude his crowd work would be money he would have he yeah. would have good like he would have good sets but he would do good crowd work because he could talk to anybody and like bust on anybody but he was saying he was like dude like i i think of myself as like a comedian almost like first and foremost like that obviously like comes out through my rap and through my show, but like more than anything, I'm a comedian. Like that's what I like to do most. You know, it's like I yeah I get the most joy from making other people laugh. So like you know, at heart, I'm a comedian. He's like, and I can do that until I'm old. He's like, maybe I could be rapping until I'm fifty. It's like, well, you haven't been rapping for the last five years. So, <laughs> but he's like in his like music and his rap his technical ability is there and probably always will be it's like he can just use like raft as or rap as like a like an outlet for comedy which is a lot of people can't do shit like that because it's the reverse way around where like they can't just go into their bag like that and be like okay i'm gonna rap now i'm gonna be a, like a comedian now i'm gonna do a show and i'm gonna do this it's like very few entertainers in the rap industry do that like donald glover and childish Gambino. Yeah. you know like he's the yeah. only other guy i can think of that's like like on Lil Dicky's level of like having so many different types of outlets and be like so successful in them. Except for Jay Cole, dude, he's a basketball player. Yeah, and I'm sure he'd be a fire like movie director too, because he's just got like the creative creativity and the vision to like put his mind to do projects like that. Yeah, I could see him being like a really good like assistant director. Yeah, or on like a TV show that he like co-wrote or something like that. Yeah, or like some like, kind I, of I feel like, like music. I feel like he's got to have like his hand in like the creation of like the story and just like because he's just like a great storyteller too, and he's shown like he can do that even like on his old school like mixtape beats to like newer generation hip hop beats of today with like heavy eight oh eight and stuff. Like he's willing to adapt and like create art that's like with the time too. Who do you think is the best rapper of all time? Like, are we speaking like technicality and like the rapping ability? Or like, are we talking about like their catalog of music? Like, how are you basing it on? I don't know, dude. That's just the question that I was asked or that I saw was who's the best rapper of the all time? Best rapper of all time. So I feel like everybody's obviously biased to some degree. And that's why nobody can. That's why this question is never like. There's no Settled. solid answer to this question, right? 
and obviously like music's still going so like the goat could not even be born for another 15 years or it could um, be you bro I, I am the goat son yeah <laughs> no but dude if That's i had treasure. to say that right now i'd probably say j cole like See, I, I, I feel like I, ha- I feel like I have to because there's just like I, I look at J Cole as like the modern day rap Bob Marley. He does look like Bob Marley a little bit. Well, that too, but like his music He's got the is hair just like and the baggy fits. Like Bob Marley's reggae music is like today. You look back, it's like classic reggae, and I think J Cole's music in like twenty five, thirty years from now is going to be in the same sort of like. Yeah, feeling. you're probably right. I think it's Lil Wayne for me. Yeah, we I went on think... a huge like old school Lil Wayne uh, kick when we drove to Myrtle last weekend, dude. With like an hour and a half of straight up Lil Wayne, and it was great. And like that's the thing, like if you if you really think about Wayne's discography, bro, like there's nobody that could hang with him in a versus. I don't think he's just too deep, bro. He's got too many songs that are straight bangers, and then like. Think about all the mixtapes that he put out and just like dude puts out a lot of music too. every song was just filled with bars like yeah. they're not all like deep. A lot of them are just like him having fun spitting, but like it's still bars and the wordplay is nice as fuck. And like, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like top to bottom, like his entire career, everything that he has is like, I think Probably Wayne is I me. think Wayne is like definitely a top three candidate. I think he's got the best like. Uh, like metaphor game. Like I think his metaphors, yeah. like even not if like not saying like deep metaphors, but like just um the definition of a metaphor. Like he uses that yeah. so well. Like he yeah, it could be does. a simple bar, but like it's still just like a connecting metaphor on like what he says or like every line that he says, and it's like yeah, nobody else is doing shit like that. But I think J Cole's got like more of like. He's got that. He's got the cadence. He can hop on like any song and not sound the same. Like he can do a little bit of singing, which I know Wayne can do too. But yeah, like, dude, Wayne had a rock. Wayne song. uses a lot of auto tune too, and I feel like Cole obviously doesn't. Prime queen, prime queen. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, Wayne's nice on a guitar too. <laughs> like he don't fuck around. Like he, I've seen him do covers of like Blink One Eighty Two, and that dude shreds. He yeah. shreds guitar. I think but Eminem obviously should be in that conversation. Eminem's like a, that, that's my top three. It's Wayne probably. And then Cole and M are two and three, but I don't know who would be on the top, who would be two and who would be three. Yeah. I mean, some days, listen, dude, you ask me this question some days and I'll, I'll say Eminem and then other days I'll say J. Cole. And then if I'm feeling crazy and feeling like having like more of a an opinion, I'll say like, I don't, Drake, you can kind like, you can kind of say Drake is the goat based off of like his numbers in the industry and like how many bangers he puts out and how consistent he's been. I know yeah, it's not for I everyone, numbers, but like dude. you have to acknowledge it. Yeah, but a lot of the numbers are fake and just like gnarly dick riders. Like, like I don't know, dude. Like, the no, oh, are... I wouldn't, I 100% agree, but like people will always bring that up in a yeah. the goat discussion. But he's got no influence either. Like, nobody's like, Oh, I look up to Drake. That's the rapper that I want to be like. I don't know. I feel like you'd, if you asked enough people, you'd probably find a lot. But also, like, I see that where it's like he's kind of just like. Like, I feel like the industry of hip hop is just like when somebody thinks about like that, like they just think of like a Drake song. Like, I feel like he's not like deep in his bag in like any sort of lane of hip hop. He's just overall. Honestly, 
some of his old like I I throw a lot of shade on Drake, but some of his older stuff is nice. Like, oh, fi- dude, that's the thing. When we were listening to like uh, Wayne, when I was saying we we're on our drive to Myrtle Beach, like there are a bunch of old school like Nicky Young Money songs with Nicky Wayne yeah. and Drake, and I was just like, oh my god, dude, like they Not just bad, don't. Ra- I know, right? like it's good. And, like, they don't rap like um, this anymore. Probably like honestly, probably one of the best rap songs ever is um, Forever. Yes, that yes, dude. Like, the lineup on that song. On that oh my song god, murder their murder their verse. It and was Drake's like on peak, there, right? Yeah, he does like the hook and everything. Andy has a verse, but dude, they fucking every rapper on that song was like peak in their time during that when that song came out, and it was like the best that they yeah verse that they Drake, had. But at Drake that time. was still coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but even then, like song, people, he was still like, big. Last name ever, first name greatest. Like that's the first thing you think of when you think of like, like Drake Bar or like Boy, his verse. To play with. Yeah, like his verse in that song is insane, dude. That's like I think Wayne had a lot to do with like how Drake's verse was written because that sounds yeah. like a Wayne verse when you well, hear I mean, Wayne's voice. That's the other thing is like apparently Drake's got a bunch of ghostwriters. So like if that's like true, yeah, that's which pretty I whack. Can't I, confirm I or deny, but I wouldn't be surprised. Be surprised, at all. yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, he's got some good. Like I, I love uh in the morning, and mm-hmm. you know Drake's that pretty much half of that song is his. Yeah. Um, but he's got some he's got some interesting lines as well. Like he's got that one line out of that one song. It's like, um, I love thick women because my aunt she wrote equestrian. That's an interesting take, Drake. Interesting take, Drake. <laughs> Dude, you know what's funny you say that? Like, some of Drake's questionable bars. Like, Maggie and I were walking into the, some store. We were walking around some store the other day. And um, something about, like, like I think we were in, like, the mall or something. And we saw, like, something for, like, something about Drake being a lesbian or something. I was like, oh, what's that bar he has? Like, said that she's a lesbian girl, me too. And then we both just started laughing because of how, like, ridiculous that bar is. Yeah, but then he's also got... The square root of 69 is eight some, right? Because I've been trying to figure it out. Yeah, that's an and old one, better, isn't it? It is old. It's But yeah. it's, it gets better when you think of like, yeah, like the square root of 69 is like eight point something. Eight. But yeah. then also it's like eight something, like eight some pussy. Yeah. Because you're 69 in. <laughs> yeah. Money. But he doesn't spit like that anymore, I feel no, like. No, no. I don't know. Who would you put like... All right, if you had to name three like underappreciated rappers, like who would you say? Like who do you think is going to mm-hmm. have their careers and not get like the respect that they deserve? Um Flawless. I love Ooh, that's Flawless. A, that's I think, a good I think, pick. I don't I really listen really to him good. a lot, but I could see like yeah, I liked him when I saw him on that show. Yeah, I I mean I have a lot of his music and like it comes on every now and again and like there are some that I will skip but every artist has some songs that i will skip especially like dependent on the moon the mood and stuff yeah. um but i really like him i think he'll be underappreciated um if i wanted to stay there i could say d smoke too but i won't um i feel like he's he's d smoke is like he he won the whole show right yeah like I, but yeah, I think I he hasn't like popped off since then he hasn't but i feel like he's still like super early like he's gonna have he's yeah. gonna be popping in like four or five years like i could see him being like a lot more like him having one song that just like explodes and then kind of like with Joey Badass. Like I could see him being a Joey Badass level of rapper at yeah, some point. I I was going to say Joey. Um, maybe like Benny the Butcher. 
I think I think he's too. really good. Uh, I think Hogo down is a little underappreciated. Um, you know who I think is low key mad appreciate underappreciated. Your boy, what's your boy's name? Which one? Uh, Flatbush. Oh yeah, that that would be my number one pick. I think Flatbush as a whole. Yeah, but Michi, like, I think he's probably the best one in that group. So yeah, so like, obviously, if you were to just pick one, like, it would, for me, it would be him. He's he's really nice. His only thing is like. With the raspier shit, sometimes he's hard to it's understand. It's hard to understand. Yeah. But, like, if you do know what he's saying, like, you know, if, or if you can, like, listen to the phone, listen to the song with your phone in front of you while the lyrics yeah. go by, like, hey, maybe, uh, maybe we'll have something here. That's, I've grown to appreciate, like, listening to music like that, dude, a lot more. That's, like, the one thing that I love about listening to music on my phone is, like, a new song will come out and you can literally just click Read into it. the lyrics as soon as, it, like, you listen to it for the first time. And if you're, like, in the mood to like sit down and listen to the song and not just like, Oh, I'll play this while I do work or yeah. actually sit there and like, listen to it and like put all, give all of your attention to a song. Like, and that song is good. Like that's the best feeling in the world. Like, yeah. Oh, this is a banger dude. Like, can you catch all this shit? I went back and did that with a lot of Eminem's music, like two years ago. And I was like, it kind of gave me like a resurgence of like, cause that was Eminem's like, peak nice. when everyone was like, Oh, Eminem's wash, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, yeah. people just aren't like listening to like the actual bars that he's saying. And it's yeah. like, Oh, he has that whack, like higgity, biggity, biggity, like type of rap, but it's like, no, but he's actually saying shit. And he also, he's does actually saying shit. shit like, it's like, he does a thing when, uh, that, that Wayne does where he's like, I'm just not being serious. Like, pee on your head like a Phillies cap like that's a yeah that's a bar but it's funny (laughs) (laughs) Eminem is like the funny rapper before the funny rappers but then he got serious yeah because he got off the drugs yeah unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was like Um, that was like pretty much Eminem was two genuinely different rappers he was slim shady and then he got sober and he was Eminem yeah um i mean dude i just think about like listening to eminem like some old school eminem on the bus on the way home from school and, and just like giggling at the fucking words yeah dude you ever hear that song fack fack no yeah you've never heard fack i don't know oh man dude that you like i'm telling you if you want to laugh at a song you need to listen to this song it's about eminem shoveling shoving a gerbil up his ass through a tube interesting Dude, I'm telling you, I heard that when I was in, like, eighth grade, and I was like, what the fuck is this song, dude? And then, like, two years later, you put out an album where he, like, after he got sober, and he was like, he had a bar where he was like, fack, 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 and then it cuts, he's like, I put that shit on a Greatest Hits album. And then he goes, (laughs) and I do it again, and then he just starts spitting again. (laughs) Like, he knows he's fucking stupid on a bunch of his songs. Yeah, he is stupid. Um oh uh just lose it was one of the ones i was thinking about oh um, yeah I, f- I just feel like that's funny dude. he's funny got bars song. in there about like pedophilia and like i know <laughs> pedophilia itself isn't funny but it's just it's just funny the way that he fucking words it and raps about it yeah what do you say i done touched on everything but little boys that's not yeah. a stab at michael. at michael that's just a metaphor <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> a funny ass song dude. <laughs> um uh, and then um shake that I, I think is great. Yeah. That, that's oh, the that's... song where he's like, it makes my pee pee go. But doing, doing, doing. That's shake that, right? No, that's um, the way you move it. I ain't never seen an ass like that. Oh, yeah. Ass like that. Just lose think... it is the one where he's like, just lose it. Ah, ah, just lose it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go crazy. 
That like that old school Eminem is like my favorite because it's just so fun. But like his new shit is good. His new shit straight bars. It is bars, dude. Music to like, be murdered by is like oh such an underappreciated And then he I came agree. out with a side B. Have you heard? Have you listened to the side B version? I think I have. I have to make sure that I that I get to it if I have. That's it. like one of the one albums I have fully downloaded on my phone, so I can listen to music on the plane, dude. And that's like my go to plane uh, album when I like get on the plane. I'll listen to like Mac through the through the airport, and then when I get on the plane, I'll put on some Eminem and just like read it and listen, and it kills like an hour of time, two hours of time, and I'm just like catching all of his bars that I like go over yeah. my head. Even when I listen to it, dude, there's I listen to like old Eminem and find bars I've never heard before. Yeah, planes are interesting. I'm not much of a music guy on planes. I like podcasts. I like I like being productive on planes. Kyla. Like, dude, I I can't be productive on planes because I just like start to think about how uncomfortable I am, like in my seat. I'm like, damn, I could just like fall asleep right now or just like dude, listen to music. Our flight down to Fort Lauderdale was miserable, bro. Crammed in on a Spirit flight, I was fucking sweating literally the entire oh, time. Oh man, how so far was? How long was it? It was only like two and a half hours, but it was brutal. Worst flight damn. I've I've ever had, probably ever of all time. It was just so bad the entire time. Damn. Spirit flights do be cramped like that, though. I know. The flight home was the same thing, though. We were on Spirit, and, like, it wasn't as bad. Dude, I have to pick a fight with American Airlines. Yeah, because they're bums. I have an American Airlines credit card, and I need to get rid of it because it's not worth it. I I need to make the switch to United or something, dude. American Airlines are I swear to God, every time I have an American Airlines flight home from anywhere, it's getting delayed. Yeah, like I, dude, I so when I was coming home from Virginia, I had a flight out that went left at like one thirty. I got there at like eleven o'clock, and like on my way to the airport, I was like, oh, "Damn, dude, what are the chances my flight gets delayed? That would be that would suck, huh?" Because I'm like, "Oh, I have an hour flight home. I'll be home by three. And then I get to the airport, my phone thing dies. I look at it, and it's like flight delayed by an hour. And I was like, "Oh man," <laughs> hunted out the nearest Chick Fil A, and then it just kept getting delayed. And I was like, "Dude." That's happened to me like three times in a row, dude. Yeah, dude. I, I hate being like stuck in airports too. Like it's so boring. Especially on the way home, dude. Like on yeah. the way there, it's like, okay, like Vibes you still have a trip to look forward to. But like on the way home, you're like, dude, I just want to get home, take a shower and like lay in bed. And then it's like, ah, you're not getting home till eight o'clock for a one hour flight. Could have drove home by now, dude. You literally could have. Could have <laughs> yeah. taken an Uber. Yeah, seven hour Uber. Yeah, hey Scoober. <laughs> hey Scoober, take me to North Carolina, Wilmington, please. Seriously, uh, my Uber vouchers were free from work, so that would have been like I could have. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, now we're talking. Yeah. Um, good, good music talk, but I heard that you have a story to tell me about your Sunday uh, vibes that you were oh, on. Oh yeah, so Sunday it was Easter. The day of the Lord. So we got tickets to a Phillies game, me and Lex, my parents. And so they show up um, early. They're like, all right, like, let's let's go get down to the stadium, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, hold on. So I run downstairs, rip two fat Jeeps. I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go to the game. Go to the game, get parked, you know, walk around the stadium, get a couple beers. Probably had like, I don't know, five, six beers um, while we were there. And then while we're there, 
my mom is like, yeah, your cousin Bobby was singing about going to the Flyers game tonight. Like, he hasn't been to one this year, and he says he always goes to one. He's got a new girlfriend. She's never been, and I'm like, bet, we're going to this game. So I text Bobby, and I'm like, yeah, let's go to the Flyers game tonight. And he was like, all right. So he buys four tickets, um, drives down to my parents' house. We go back to my parents after the game. We're there for about 10 minutes before Bobby gets there. And I'm like, all right, before he shows up, I already had a beer crack that I was drinking, run downstairs, rip two more fat jeebs, and then, <laughs> yeah, just hop in the car, dude, go to the stadium, and then, yeah, drinking some beers there. I, had, I think I had two or three beers there. Um, nothing crazy, but, like, I was just jeebing and drinking at the Phillies and the Flyers game. Dude, that, <laughs> dude, that is the perfect recipe for a and Sunday. it was so nice out at the Phillies game. It was actually, like, pretty hot. So I, this hoodie that I'm wearing now is pretty thin, so I wore this, like, under my jersey. We got three innings in, and I was like, I got to take this off, dude. I'm, I'm getting warm. Damn, getting cooked. Um, yeah. Did you feel like you were at the park for, like, lesser time because of pitch clock? Like, did you did you notice any change in, like, the amount of time you were at the park? Um, Not really. I didn't really notice it um for the Mets Marlins game either um I mean it's I think like it's pretty obvious like I think the pitch clock is like pretty obvious like having an impact um on the speed of games I mean you look at the numbers it is but you can just tell right like when you watch yeah. like either in person or on TV the like bullshit like taking like undoing both batting gloves and redoing them between every pitch like that's not happening anymore. so unnecessary dude yeah, I, and it, I, just, I'm not gonna lie I love pitch clock me, for yeah, me too. Perspective, um, they were apparently there was like some rumors going around. The MLB hasn't said this, but other people were like, "Oh, like what about like playoffs? You're gonna have pitch clock in the playoffs." Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, why would they not? Like, so why? So I could waste fucking twenty minutes every game watching somebody fix his batting gloves. Well, dude, so are they gonna have the stupid second guy on on second ghost rule now that pitch clock is here? They are. In regular season. But not in playoffs? Yeah. That's okay. I didn't know if that was like what they were trying, like testing. Which, that's like, fine for last with me, year. Dude. Or... Like, okay, we'll get the regular season games wrapped up, but don't be giving people free base runners in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm like, now that pitch clock is here, like, we don't really need the whole set ghost runner rule. Because that was the whole point. It was like to like finish up games and fast to speed them the up. But... Banned. Right. Yeah, why like are the we combination still doing of, that? The combination of those two things should eliminate the need for ghost, ghost runners. runners. Yeah, it's not backyard wiffle ball, dude. Let's get rid of the ghost no. runners. Because it's so annoying when you spend all your time like watching a game or like investing like your Sunday into a baseball game. And you're like, dude, sick. This game's going 2-2, two, two, bottom 10. And then it's just like, guy on second. Game's going to be over in an inning and a half because of something that ne- didn't actually happen. Like... We're yeah. just trying to get the game over. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's just like, dude, yeah. that's not Booty. baseball. That's Booty just fucking, cheats. I'm just sitting here. Oh, my God, dude. You want to, I got, dude, I'm about to rant hardcore. Can I hop into a rant real quick? I'm not going to stop you. All right. So the Yankees game today, you know the whole new rule where it's like managers have 15 seconds to like call for if they want to challenge. You know, have to like hold their hand up and wait 15 seconds or not wait, but like within 15 you have seconds up you have to, to challenge a play. Yeah. So today in the Yankees game in the first inning, Aaron Hicks like was coming in on a uh, pop fly and he like caught it, but the ball like rolled out of his glove and like the tip of the ball hit the ground, but the umps called it in and out and he threw it into second for an inning ending double play. Right. The game went to commercials. Two minutes goes by, comes back on and Michael K is like, 
Um, so we have a situation here. The umps are like getting together and they're talking about challenging this play um, because it played on the big like actual video board at the stadium. Francona mm. never like challenged. Nobody made any moves to say they wanted to challenge a play. Comes up on the score and the crowd reacts negatively because they're like, oh, that was a blown call, right? So then the umps convene and they're like, all right, it's getting challenged. Like batter's not out, blah, blah, blah. Aaron comes Fan out. challenge. Dude, Aaron Boone came out and got, like, thrown out of the game in the first inning because he was like, yo, that's bullshit. Like, he didn't challenge a play within 15 seconds. Like, those are the rules. Like, you can't yeah. just see that and be like, oh, we made a bad call. Let me, like, let the manager challenge a play. Yeah, and blah, dude, blah, if blah. that's the case, then let's fucking review every fucking ball and strike that the behind the plate on calls. What I'm, dude, oh, my God. I'm sitting here watching that, and that happened. I'm like, why are we – like, what's the point of having this rule if we're just not going to follow it? Like, why would you not just, like, replay every play that's – Maybe a bad call or blown call. Like, ooh, maybe we made a bad call there. Why can't we just review it and, like, like, take a look? But then it's like you set these rules where it's like, all right, you have 15 seconds to challenge, blah, blah, blah. They follow the rules. And nobody made any moves to challenge a play. And it's like, no, dude, you had your 15 seconds. Like, yeah, it was you a blown call. You didn't challenge it. That's on you. You didn't challenge it. You're right. Why didn't, no, why didn't somebody fucking tell Francona that he needs to be, hold up, hold up. Maybe he didn't catch that. Right? Like, that's what you, yeah. you literally have fucking a staff of dudes that are replaying plays as soon as they happen to tell you whether or not you should challenge it. Right, dude. And the whole rule of the 15 seconds is to make it harder for those dudes watching the replays to be like, all right, let's not look at this for two minutes before we decide to challenge it and just like make the game put on hold. Like we have 15 seconds. Do we want to challenge it or not? And you're not using that system. You're just going to do it yourselves on the field. Like what the fuck? Yeah, that's. And I was like, I was like, damn, the Yanks just got like ripped off like on two runs, blah, blah, blah. And it was like bad vibes. And then they came back in one, four, three in like a very like adverse way. And I was like, all right, that was a pretty good, like I was going to be mad if we lost because of that by one run, but like we won. So I'm not that heated. Phil's keep losing, bro. Them boys are ass. Didn't they just drop like 11 on what's his name the other night? Nine. And then, yeah, Aaron Nola gave up a bunch. They lost last night, eight to four. I think they lost in extras tonight. Damn. What's the, uh, what are they sitting at right now? Bad and worse. <laughs> um, yeah, the Marlins beat them three to two today. Damn. Uh, let me see if I could pull it up quick. MLB standings. Phillies, four and eight. Four and eight. Dude, the Rays haven't lost yet. The Rays haven't lost. What are they, 10-0? 11. 11-0. And, and that bull, Jordan Walker, he's got like an 11-game hit streak to open up the season. Really? Yeah. That's impressive. Dude, the Rays, <laughs> they just don't lose. I don't get it. They're not like, I don't get how, like, they're consistently just good every year. They don't have, like, a super stud, like, roster or any by any means like they have a few a few good guys like a rosarena and stuff but they're just like a machine built baseball team every year it makes no sense let me read this article jordan walker hitting streak cardinals rookie matches 111 year old record with 12 game streak a hundred a 12 game hitting streak is a 111 year old record to start a season oh oh damn 
So if he if he gets one tonight or whenever they play next, he'll break it. No, no, I lied. Not to start a season. Longest hitting streak to begin a career by a player age twenty or younger. Oh, that's still impressive. Um. Yeah, he's tied with Eddie Murphy from the 1912 Philadelphia Athletics at 12 games. And the third best hitting streak to start a career, age 20 or younger, Ted Williams, 1939, nine games. What a list Um, to be on. Dude, yeah. The non-comedic Eddie Murphy and Ted Williams. Not to meet a Keddy Murphy and one of the goats. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's brazy. That is brazy. Dude, uh, I don't know. Like, I know you haven't been watching. Like, you said you haven't, like, watched a bunch of baseball or Phil's games. But it's like, like, if you watch it on SportsCenter now, dude, the whole banning of the shift and pitch clock, the new rules have, like, added a huge, like, just boost of, like, scoring and energy, like, into baseball games. It's been really fun to watch. Like, players are having to make more athletic plays, and it's just like, pitchers aren't having two minutes to make a decision, so it's like, they're kind of just saying, fuck it, fastball, and hitters are finding them, and like, balls are getting put on bats this year, and I love it. Yeah, dude, hitting's up, and it's great. It's great for the game. It is great for the game. Except Um, for the Phils, because they can't hit for shit, apparently. (laughs) Dude, it's just like, I feel like you see a lot of like, the basics of baseball back in the game other than just like swing for the fences and like all the all of like the highlights and ESPN and sports center and, and like that aren't just like bombs. Yeah. It's just like there's been a lot of like did you see uh what's his name? Kevin Kiermeyer uh take one back from center field last night, dude. It was no, like on some Mike Trout shit, dude. He like leaped a little too early but like climbed the fence and just like took it back over the wall and I was like, oh my God, dude, that was like straight Beauty. up baseball porn. Um, Jared Kalechi, I think his name is, hit a 482-foot bomb to his dead straightaway center today. Damn. Who does yeah. he play for? Cal- Wait, what was his name? Kalechi. Kalenic? Um, maybe. I think he plays for the Mariners. Know, oh, he does play for the Mariners. Yeah, Jared Kalenic, he's pretty good. Um, Juan Soto hit a bomb today, too. It was like 453 feet. Yeah, dude, Jared Kalenic. I was close, dude. Jared Kelsey, the third Kelsey brother. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That'd be dope. Just hitting dingers in the MLB. Yeah. Yeah, fuck you guys and your CTE. Dude, hitting, you're getting paid and hitting bombs. Hitting like a 98-mile-an-hour fastball that's like high in the zone, hitting a ball like that, like 450 feet like that, has got to be the best feeling in the world. Yeah. Like, dude, Which that's really- – like. When you do that and then immediately turn it into a pimp job, like sports porn, dude. That's one of the best things in sports, like pimp jobs in baseball. Yeah. Like, dude, that's the definition of just saying, get off me ball. Like, you don't, you, dude, that's like half a blink people have to swing at a 90 mile an hour fastball and they're hitting it like 450 dead center. What? It, dude, it really is crazy. I saw like a sports science thing on like how much time you have to like think about whether or not you want to swing at swing a pitch. or not. Yeah. And it's like, Almost impossible to fucking wrap your Dude, head it's around. Dude, like, it's like as fast as like half the speed it takes you to blink. 
That's fast, dude. Yeah, dude. That's like that's real quick. And you're like, yeah, two five milliseconds. Yep. All right. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And then you get you like a full swing, and this ball is like flying over fucking left field foul pole. Like Schwarber when he hits one, dude. Oh my god, he's got it. That's got to be like the just you don't even feel the ball coming off the bat. Like he's just he doesn't even butter. feel the bat get off his shoulder. No, dude, he's literally slicing he's, butter at baseball. Like that, he's jogging the bases like. and he thinks he's still fucking in the dugout chewing sunflower seeds. <laughs> uh, I've dude. never seen a baseball player as casual as Schwarber. Dude, he is. He has the most casual home run swing maybe ever. Of all time. I, I've never seen a more like ho hum not not even baseball, professional athlete, just like hmm. What's up? <laughs> yeah. What's up? <laughs> Dink. <laughs> Here's a fucking five hundred foot bomb <laughs> into the second or third level in right field. And then he's just gonna like casually like slowly jog around the bases, do his little fucking waddle. <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, I'm Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> High five, high five, you're welcome for the runs. <laughs> Sits back on the bench and just throws some seeds in his mouth. Yeah. Y'all That's... got any double bubble? <laughs> now they're on that uh, big league chip. Dude, Kyle Schwarber's home run swing looks like he's just swinging a tennis racket. Like a backhanded tennis racket. Just very casual. Just dink. Ball f- balls just... Dude, imagine a, just like Kyle Schwarber coming up all casually and swinging, and then it just cuts to the ball just screaming out of the park. Ah! <laughs> uh, that would be a funny cartoon. That would be money. They used to have like those flying baseball... It was like a logo for something. A flying it was, like, baseball? A flying baseball that was With a like, face on it? Yo, low-key, isn't that what the Guardians drone looks like right now? They, the I Guardians think it's just like have? a base baseball with wings or something. Hmm. Guarding like angel something, wings. Huh? Yeah, what are they guarding? The strike zone with their bats? Do you know the story of how they be were named the Indians? The Cleveland Indians? Yeah. No. Yeah, they had like three Native American dudes on their team. Which was like by far more than any. Like maybe there was like a couple other in the league. Um, so they called themselves the Indians, and the three fucking Native American dudes literally drew up the original Chief Wahoo, and it was like a honor to them. Damn. Yeah. And then they're like, "Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> We're gonna be the guardians. <laughs> those Dude, Native can... American pricks are racist <laughs> against their own kind." Dude, Washington and Cleveland both fumbled their rebrand so bad. Yeah. I wonder like, if Washington will rebrand again. The Commanders. Dude, like, what? <laughs> you could do better than the Commanders? <laughs> Might as well be the fucking cum guzzlers. <laughs> like, dude, if I had the opportunity to pick, like, the name of a sports team, bro, I, I it would take me, like, obviously it took them long, too, but it would take me so long. I would have to find the perfect name. Like, I'm not just going to be like, ah, it's called. The Commanders Churgers. is what I put in for, like, my, yeah, for, like, my road to the show team on MLB like the command New York Commanders. I don't care about this name. I just want to play the game. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you just got to autofill the name with something. Like that's what they did. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. You're telling me if you and I didn't take an hour podcast to just sit here and like think about like a good sports team name, we couldn't find one better than the Commanders. I'm pretty sure we could. Maybe we could have called them the Bees Sugars. <laughs> the Relish Dogs. <laughs> Hey, now we're talking. <laughs> That'd Washington be good for the Guardians. Dogs. I feel Cleveland like dogs Relish are good dogs. for baseball. 
Cleveland Dogs. Isn't the Browns? Isn't like, isn't that like what they are though? Kind of. Uh no, the Browns are like named after one of their previous owners. The, the dog is their mascot though. They do have a right, dog mascot. Right, right, yeah, that's what I. But meant. that's unrelated to the name Browns. Uh, okay. Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, Mashers. Fan- Cleveland Phantom. Ooh, you got like a little like fucking... Danny Phantom. <laughs> Dude, Danny Phantom uh, color scheme. Not nothing to do with Danny Phantom, but Danny Phantom color scheme with like, like the glowy green, black and yeah. like. Yo, okay, all right, all right, Danny. What would their mascot be, or like their logo be? A ghost. But like some a kind cool of a ghost, ghost. not on some yeah, like yeah. Casper shit. I can, I can get that on Casper. What if it was like a baseball? You don't want to scare the kids away. What if it was like a Danny Phantom version of like a base? Not Danny Phantom, but like a. A ghost, like like dingers? a like a modern day Ghostbuster. You could just make them Ghostbusters, <laughs> Cleveland Ghostbusters. <laughs> every every home game, <laughs> everyone's in the crowd. Ghostbusters, That'd hell yeah, sick. that would be sick. What if they were the Nutbusters? <laughs> <laughs> Just the most Nut lethargic busters. team. <laughs> the most lethargic baseball team of all time. <laughs> what are you guys so slow for, bro? We've just been busting nuts all day. All day, brother. You know what we did in the clubhouse before we came out here? We warmed Fresh up. Fresh game of Limp Biscuit. <laughs> cookie, cookie. Uh, <laughs> what would their uh, mascot be? Nutsack. Just, no, dude, it would just be like an almond nut crushing another almond nut with like a hammer. <laughs> yeah, they're nuts crushing nuts. Nuts with busting nut. nuts. <laughs> See, dude, it's been five minutes and we've already been outdone the commanders. Or what if it was just like a really strong arm with like like a Thor, like Thor's arm and Thor's hammer. And Coming then down on a little nuts. tiny nut. <laughs> yeah. Dude. If anybody's listening to this and they're playing MLB the show, please make like a logo for this because I I've yeah. been in the logo vault sometimes and y'all y'all be like making some I crazy the, shit. I was in the logo vault looking for hundred dollar bills and I couldn't find it. But I bet you found like a bunch of random shit. Yeah, that I didn't want. And I said, "Fuck this! I'm not I'm not using that." <laughs> Have you uh, added to your Diamond Dynasty team at all? Yeah, I so I got through like all of the first round moments, moments. for the WBC. Nice, um, dude. So I got like most of my team, most of my starters built out. I got, I think, two starting pitchers and a reliever. So I mean, who's it's coming be- together. Who's your best player? I don't know, dude. I got like four ninety overall dudes. Oh, from the WBC shit. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, so I did all the moments, but if you just keep playing, like the missions in that, like if you're using the players from the WBC, like the players in that will get you more like XP towards the missions in that program. So it's like Ooh. once you do all the moments, you can just play and fuck around with those players. And like the more you play, like you'll unlock like certain missions and stuff. Like I was doing that cause I finished all those moments and then I played like two or three ranked games in like two days or something like that. And, uh, it got me up to like one of the 95 overall WBC guys. And I got like an Arnado, like a 97 Arnado or something like that. I just want some good cards, dude. I want some fills on my team. If I could get JT, Schwarbs, or Turner, I'd be happy. I had uh, who? Who did I have? Who's like the one? Jock Peterson, dude. 
had like a 74 jock Peterson to start. And I was like, I ah, like, I was still filling out my squad. So I was like, I'll just throw him in left. Cause he's like a power bat from the left side. And he Loki hits bombs in that game. He Loki hits bombs in real life. He put one through the first baseman's mitt. <laughs> he does hit bombs in real life. What a did cat. you, uh, did you see, what was that? Where's my phone? The thing I sent on Twitter uh, last night of the Orioles doing their celebration. Yeah, the sprinkler drawn. Yeah, dude, tell me that's not the most fire celebration you've ever seen. I like it, bro. It's like bringing the Savannah bananas like... to fucking the MLB. <laughs> yeah, I sent that. I a little so a touch of it. I uh, so Mag obviously Maggie and like her dad are big Orioles fans. So I sent that to her dad last night, and I was like, "This is so funny." And he just goes, "Not very manly." <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, you're right, dude." Just sitting there doing the sprinkler and going. <laughs> Like water sprinkling out of your mouth. It was so funny though, because it was like all of them were on cue with their sprinkler jaws. So it just went <laughs> like all at once. Yeah, dude, that was good. I was like, damn, that's that takes some serious team coordination, dude, to set that up. Like every, yeah. you know, you got to sit there with water in your mouth waiting. <laughs> all right, that he is. slides into second. <laughs> Wait for the call. <laughs> they probably saw him get a hit, and they're like, all right, run to the bottles. Yeah, get the bottles, get the bottles. <laughs> I hate or that the just- Orioles are making me like them. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> they're an easy team to like. I think like they are, but like they're in the AL East, so I'm never like yeah. oh the Orioles. And we've always just been like for as long as I've been alive, we just always shit on the Orioles. But now they're yeah. like getting good, and it's like yeah. kind of fun to like. I'm like fuck, dude. Not same like the Orioles. same exact thing with the Pirates. Like they're surprisingly solid this year. Yeah. Did you? Oh, O'Neill Cruz is out for a while. Like fractured his ankle, <sighs> uh, sliding into home two days ago. That's I saw that. I, like and I was him. like. Yeah, dude, he's good. He uh, he's like a slim Aaron Judge, dude. He's like mad tall, but just like hits bombs and throws the ball a hundred miles tall, an hour. Dude. He's got a, he's another one of those like casual hit stingers. Like he's his super swing cash. is just super cash. I'm upset that he didn't play when we went to fucking Pittsburgh for that game. Yeah, cause he, I mean, him and uh, what's her, what's his name? Their uh, left fielder are Mac like Miller? the only guys. <laughs> yeah, Mac Miller out and left. <laughs> Um, they're like the only guys that they really have, dude. Pittsburgh's, they don't really have any like studs on their team, like name wise. Nope. And neither, do, neither does Baltimore. Like that's why they're easy to like. Cause like always been bad and didn't like buy their way to relativity. Yeah. They took the time to do an actual rebuild and they have like the number one farm system in the MLB right now. So that's scary too. Who does Baltimore? Not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. I just want, I want Andrew Painter to come back healthy because we could use another arm. Yeah, we could use um, a lot of things though. We yeah, dude. Our our pitching right now is kind of shot. Like our bullpen, just Johnny Luizaga just went down for two weeks. Tommy Canley went to the sixty day IL. Like still don't have Rodon back. Injuries. I've just accepted the fact that injuries are just going to be a part of being a Yankees fan from now on because. It should just be like an expected thing, dude. It's been like five or six years in a row. Everybody's just always hurt. And it's like if if somebody stays healthy, you're like, Phew, thank God. Like it's never yeah. like, oh, you never expect people to stay healthy anymore, which sucks. Nah. That's how I feel about the Eagles. But last year was bearable. I mean, made it to the Super Bowl relatively healthy. But I also feel like with them, it's like you're always playing with second string DBs in Philly. Yeah, <laughs> but like football starting... is different, though, because it's like, I mean, I feel like there's just a higher chance of injury in football, like, all the time. So yeah. it's like, 
you can't like depth in football actually i don't know this is going to be a weird argument but like depth in football is like very important compared to like baseball you just have a lot more depth i feel like yeah it's because it's interesting because of the pitchers like if you take pitchers out of it and you just play like say field players i would say depth is more important on a football field because your number two guys are getting in you know what i mean like a lot of like a lot of game you're having like your second rotation of defensive linemen is playing like maybe 30 40 percent of that game yeah whereas in baseball there's maybe one or two subs or like one guy gets pinch hit for other than that it's the starters are going to roll out there and play almost the whole game if not all of it right but um, also, I mean, football teams, and, and I mean, yeah, but like with baseball teams, they have like three fucking systems to take players from too. So like having yeah. depth in football is even more important because they don't have that pool to pick from. They're just like, yeah, all right, we got our practice, practice squad, squad guys, and then like whoever's like on well, the wire. Well, but you can also take from anybody's practice squad. That's true. Which I think is pretty interesting because it's not like the Phillies yeah. can just be like, "Damn, dude." One of our players just got hurt. Reese Hoskins just tore his ACL. I'm going to go take the Yankees fucking starting first baseman from AAA. Yeah, yeah, right. (laughs) That would be like a guy. I think that right now that's like Spencer Jones, who's like a very high prospect of ours. And it's like, that would be like taking like a first round draft pick from somebody. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Um, That would be kind of fun, though, for football. Imagine. That would be wild. Did you see uh, OBJ sign with Baltimore? I did see that. I don't give a fuck. Me neither. I think he's kind of Until washed. they get a quarterback. Yeah. Lamar's not signing back there, is he? I mean, he's made if it very public man. that he wants a trade. Yeah. Have you been keeping up? Uh, I mean, I know he requested a trade like back in early March, but I like outside of that. I just like don't understand what kind of ground he has. Like... If your whole thing is I want a fully guaranteed contract because Deshaun Watson got one, that's like not a good <coughs> argument to make. And like look at all the other contracts and maybe try to base your contract off of those. And second of all, what the fuck have you done, dude? Yeah, you can't really Rex even Grossman stay on the field. has been to more fucking Super Bowls than Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Right, like I mean, that's the Lamar whole thing. The game. So he, like yeah. he's won an MVP and he puts up fucking video game numbers because he plays like a, your fucking video game created player. Right? They don't. But they don't give him much help, though. I will say that. Like in dude, they don't give him shit. I think. I think Lamar's a great player, but like you made it to the playoffs one, twice. Once you didn't play, but you did most of the work to get your team there. But the one time that you did play, I'm pretty sure they got bounced in the first round. Maybe, maybe he won one game, got bounced in the second round. But that's best case scenario. Haven't been to an yeah. AFC championship game, let alone a Super Bowl, and you want fucking two fifty guaranteed, and you haven't finished two of the of the last both of the last two seasons. I don't know. It seems yeah. like a tough ask. Yeah, I think it all comes down to like Baltimore's vision of like what they wanted the offense to look like, dude. And I think they're just not willing to like give him that money also, and like have to build more around that. No, they're not in a position to. It'd be it'd be different if they had a receiving core just needing a quarterback. But they don't even have that. No, they got Rashad they have, Bateman, who's like okay. Yeah, they got I mean, OBJ dude. now, who's like washed. They got J.K. Dobbins, who's solid if he can get back to what he was before he got hurt. Same thing with Gus Edwards. Yeah, and then Mark Andrews and Isaiah Likely. They honestly got a great one-two punch at tight end. 
you think Isaiah likely could ever like make the transition to like a receiver role or no? You think he's going to stay tight end? I think he should stay tight end, but it wouldn't surprise me if he ended up like a big body like Kyle Pitts, like somebody who goes out into the slot. Yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't surprise me. But I think he'll probably stay tight end because I think he's a little too big for that. I think he'll end up getting traded. Honestly, you think even if like Mark I mean, Andrews, Mark Andrews so in good. two year two years from now though, like. Yeah, but Mark Andrews I mean, might some be on tight his ends way can out. stay still... around for a while, like solid, That's true. Like, That's solid true. production. Just because, like, there are so many mediocre to bad tight ends that when you have a good one, even one who's just like good, you keep him around because he's better than the next best option that's out there. Right. Yeah, there really are only like what for like five tight ends in the NFL. That's like all right. I feel like it, after that there drop like... off of five, there's no like wide receiver like tight end twos right. where you're like ooh. Right, so let's so let's do it real quick. So there's Kelsey, Andrews, yep. Kittle, Kittle, Waller. Right, um, Th- those are like those are like your like stud guys. I feel like yeah, hits. Some people are gonna say, um, but then there's like guys that are good, not great, or I mean, or like solid but not super elite. Dallas Goddard is top of that list because he's like he's like on the verge of being elite. And I think if he was healthy for more of last year, people would look at him a lot differently. Love me some Goddard. Yeah. Um maybe even like Dalton Schultz could be in there. Didn't um, he just get picked up by somebody or signed Houston. somewhere? Houston's given a bunch of fucking randoms one year contracts. That's interesting. You, uh, maybe they'll have well, a new even quarterback. Like, honestly, bro, think about it. Zach Ertz is like fucking forty years old, and he's probably a top ten tight end. <laughs> yeah, dude, I had him uh, in fantasy last year up until he got hurt, and he was literally the tight end one until right. he got hurt. He's probably fucked now. At least, at least with the Cardinals, because they got Trey McBride, who was the number one tight end in Likely's class. I think Likely was way better, but also biased. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Trey McBride was like everybody's favorite tight end. And he went to Arizona, so he'll probably be the starter, if not this year, definitely next year. So Earth might have to find another new home, so that might be tough for him. But think about like how long the Eagles kept Brent Selig around, and he was like a relative piece of their oh, offense. Oh, dude, he, a, he was. Dude, he has yeah. a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, dude, he was around for a minute. Yeah, and it's like he was never great. He was just you know solid, and then Earth came around and and took over, and he became the tight end too. But it's like. You know, for those years, you didn't have a better option out there over Brent Selleck. Yeah, dude. And if, you, if like, back in 2018, if you're like, oh, Brent Selleck's, like, our, on our uh, tight end depth chart, you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. And if you think about that all, man, like, 70? You think about all, like, the great tight ends, they were great till old age. Yeah. Um, Greg Olson. I'm so bad with names right now, but I can see all these fucking people. Bull from Dallas. Oh, um, yeah. What what was his name? Don't know, but he's like a legend, a tight end legend. Um, and then there was the bull from the Chargers. Oh, Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. Yeah, and he there was, was a stud. A, there was another one from maybe like Kansas City or San Fran. No, not San Fran. Maybe Kansas City. I feel like, or maybe like some red. Oh team. no, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it the Saints? Who's the bull on the Saints? Nah, nah. Nobody on the Saints is ringing ringing my bell. I'm gonna look this up because there was I, dude. I could have swore. Uh, let me see. I I just found a oh uh for the 
Um, the Cowboys Bowl, Jason Witten. Should've Jason Witten. Oh yeah, I can't believe that that wasn't that one wasn't coming to me. Uh, Jimmy Graham is who I'm thinking of. Jimmy Graham, he was okay. He was an interesting cat. Oh, do you remember Jeremy? Oh, Shockey? Tony Gonzalez. Yeah, Kansas Tony City. Gonzalez from. Uh, oh, he was in Kansas City. He played in Atlanta for four years, but he was I like was he's like known say, okay. for his time in KC. Um, Antonio Gates, Gronk, obviously. Shannon Sharp. Yep. I don't mean I didn't really watch him, but I know he was big. Bunch of old heads that I don't really know. Mike Ditka. Loki, some legends at uh at tight end. Yeah, Greg Olson, Jimmy Graham. Bunch of dudes I don't know. Um oh Heath Miller from Pittsburgh, he was good. Mac Miller from Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> Sliding in the Mac jokes today, dude. I love it. Um they got Vernon Davis on this list. He was solid. And then number twenty five, Zach Ertz. Dude, um Zach Ertz is number twenty five on that list? Yeah. Good for him, man. Yeah, I always forget how long he's been around too. Like he's he, Ertz has been around for Loki a minute. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find this one thing Maggie told me about. Yeah, I was just comparing Zach Ertz to Vernon Davis. I thought Vernon Davis was ass, but I mean. Davis has more games, less catches, more yards, more touchdowns. They both have one Super Bowl, and Davis has two Pro Bowls to Ertz's only one. Isn't that crazy? Ertz only has one Pro Bowl. Ertz has one Pro Bowl his whole career? Yeah, I think so. What? No way. No, he's got three. Ha. I was going to say. Um, This is going to be a huge switch. Up top. That's fine. Switch it up. But it just it just came to mind. Um, so Maggie sent me this TikTok, and apparently, you know, Mac's album of um watching movies. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, there's a video you're supposed to watch with the sound off while you listen to the album. Really? Maggie's, yeah, Maggie sent it to me on TikTok, and I think we're gonna do that tonight after we pot or tomorrow or something. I'm gonna let you know how that is. I can send it to you if you want. But... You should, dude. Is it on YouTube? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to send you this TikTok. I haven't actually even watched the TikTok yet, but that's just what Maggie told me. Interesting. But I'll send um, it to you so you can watch it. Yeah, I have that album on vinyl, so I'll probably throw it up on the TV and th- put the vinyl on. That's fire. That's sick. I need to get, we need to get more Mac. Um, I actually just got Swimming. Yeah, that's a good one. Which is dope, because that's like my favorite Mac album, but. I need more Mac. Let's see what I don't have. I think all I have is Blue Slide Park, Swimming, Circles, um, and then um, what's the other one I have? Delusional Thomas. So I don't have Best Day Ever, Circles, Faces, Divine Feminine, and The High Life. Those are the only ones that I don't have. I think I have Macadelic too. I I can't remember though. Do you have the what's the one EP you like beyond and beyond and on EP? Oh, on and on and beyond. On and on and beyond. 
Dude, I would love if that was an EP. Or if they made that into a vinyl. I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Um Dude, so I've been it's been like pretty nice out for the past few days, so I've been um bringing up my speaker that's connected to my record player and putting it like on my windowsill and listening to just like finals while I work and it's kind of nice too because after like five or six minutes it kind of forces me to get up and like walk to go flip the disc and like kind of just like take a break from work like 20 minute intervals I'll take like a 15 second 30 second walk downstairs flip the disc come back up and like get back to what I was doing and it's just been a great vibe so today I was listening to um I think I snapped you this actually but I was listening to um 3001 on my record player and I've never I'll be right listened by your side till 2005. Hold till up. 2001. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Oh, but dude, so I got to the end of this, uh, this album, right. And I've never listened to my, I've listened to the album all the way through, obviously, but I've never listened to the vinyl one all the way through. I've just kind of like flipped like to random sides of the disc and let it play and like not pay attention. So I'm sitting here working and I was just like, the album ended and I was like expecting to hear the little click of the, the mm-hmm. needle coming up. Didn't hear that, and then I just hear another song start playing. I'm like, "What the hell?" Discovered two new Flatbush songs that I've never heard of. They're just like random bonus songs that are thrown onto this record. That is Fire Flames. I sat there and I was like, "Oh my god, dude, this is sick!" Like, never, I would have never found that unless I just listened to the whole thing through, and I like had all this time to do so and just been sitting on it. You know what would be dope if you had a, a a vinyl that was the on and on and beyond EP on one side, and then the other side were just like random songs that aren't on like max but albums, just like, like random singles like if he has any singles that you want to throw on there or like features that like any of his like good features just like yeah mm. throw this together that'd be money dude mixtape on vinyl just making your own mixtape that would be yeah. sick yeah dude i would love to f- figure out how to press shit or find somebody who can press shit for me dude i wonder if you could and get custom press shit uh I, I want to get say, 45s bad. I know, dude. Having some 45s would be sick. But I wonder if you could like s- like sell records that you press like into mixtapes. Like, I wonder if like somebody was like, "All right, like your service was, you send us your blank records. We'll press what you want into them and send it back to you for like a hundred bucks or however much it would cost." I have no idea. That's just a random number. But like, could you do that, or would that be considered like distribution of like music you don't own? So Probably. you can't sell it. Yeah. But that would be a cool ass idea. It'd be cool if you did it if you lived overseas, though. Why? Because then you do like, whatever the fuck you want, dude. You can't. You can do that from if you had like an office in like England or something. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I know Chris. So my boy Chris, he buys a shit ton of imports. There, like you know, obviously they get imported from overseas, and it's like it's like real records. And he most of the time he's like. I've never had, I've had, he had one issue. He has a shit ton of records. Like, dude, I had one issue where it was like the clean version of all the songs. So I was like, yeah, fuck that. And I took it back to the record store and like, they apologized and gave my money back and everything. And like, didn't know. He's like, and I'm cool with the guys there. Like they know me. So it wasn't like, I wasn't mad about it. I was just like, oh, this is, this is whack. I'm going to get my money back for this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're imports. So I'd imagine that like, it's some company overseas that just like presses them and then ships them in. And it's not like connected to the rapper, I don't think. I need I need that connection. Yeah. That because would be fire. I would I would love to get 
False Prophets and Everybody Dies by J. Cole on an EP. You get one on each side. Or yeah, on a 45. Dude, on a 45. Dude, that would be the most loaded 45 of all time. Like, that is the, dude, almost yeah. the perfect 45 time. Two amazing singles, and they have, like, the same album cover. Like, they kind of are, like... cover, and they are kind of, like, the same vibe. Like, they would be yeah. on the same album. Yeah. And I, I... Dude, and I love both of those songs. Like, yeah. Everybody Dies is one of my favorite Cole songs. Just, like... In, gen- in general, it's like probably like a top five Cole song for me. But I also love False Prophets just because of like I know that he was like low key dissing Kanye, not really dissing, just kind of like talking on like what he's become or like had yeah. become at that time and stuff. And then also like there's some like reflection there and like it's you know bars, but also like telling a story and like you're like you know learning about rap history and kind of seeing how Cole like views himself and how he like maybe like once. How he just how he like thinks of himself, like, yeah. You know, like, is he becoming that? And um, how he talk he talks about like how Kanye is like molded the culture to like these people like they just following like you're just surrounded by a bunch of yes men. Yeah, surrounded of, by like, nothing but dick riders and yes men. Yeah, nothing that would say something to contest him. Dude, and the video to that music or that song is iconic, bro. It's just like I haven't simple, seen it. Oh, dude, you gotta watch it. It's literally just Cole sitting on a bus, like a public transportation bus, mm, and like rapping. I've seen clips of it. Yeah. It's good. I've seen clips of it. But yeah, and then, yeah, I just love Everybody Dies. I think it's such a good song. Oh, dude, that would be such a fire 45 to have. That's what I'm saying, dude. Like, like that's, su- that's super underrated 45. Like, it's almost like it was those two songs were made to be pressed onto a 45. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, there's so many, dude. I'm clipping this, and I'm fucking going to tell J. Cole, bro, can you hook me up? Please. I just release one for sale, sale, sale and I'll buy yeah, it. Yeah, like, let me know. Let me know when me. you drop the pre-sale, and <laughs> I will be there knocking. I uh, So, like, I kind of go through phases of, like, which rap music I listen to. So today, like, I was kind of, like, back into my, like, little jam session of Flatbush. So I was, like, in my Flatbush bag. And um, I was sitting there, and I was like, "Dude, I only have two albums on flat for Flatbush, like on vinyl. Like, I need to, and they don't have like that much release, so it'd be easy to get like their discog." Yeah. So, and I was like, "My one favorite Flatbush album is Vacation in Hell. That's like my favorite album that they've put out." Um, and I don't have it on vinyl, so I was like, "Let me look it up, see how much it is, dude." It's like two hundred and eighty dollars, bro. That's why Vacation in Hell, because just because they did like one release of it back like five years ago when it came out, and that's and, like, it. They haven't redistributed it yet. And so everybody's like, yo, five year anniversary, like redistribute that shit so I can get one for like 50 bucks instead of $300. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, that's the thing though. Like, if that was a bigger album, it would get pressed overseas and imported. And 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 it would probably just get distributed more here too. And then you could just find like, I don't even want to say knockoffs because like they're legit fucking vinyls, but like they are knockoffs. Like, they're not like, legitimate like from flatbush right. um but like i mean it's still the same thing you'd be getting knockoffs you'd be paying 40 bucks instead of 200 yeah and i mean i just want the music to have on vinyl it's like i i yeah. will say though like it is fun when you like open a new vinyl for the first time and you're like sometimes it's like oh like a random like colored disc or like they have little yeah. art pages in there or, like a poster or something like that part's fun like it's almost like opening like a little treasure chest that you don't know what's inside it before yeah you because it. like every vinyl has like little goodies in it not like, not everyone not but everyone, a lot of them but, do yeah like the uh so the one flatbush one i do have the or one of the two is the 3001 and it came with like 
a whole like page, like a small square page of like Michi, Eric and Juice's like thoughts on the album and what it means to them. And then it came with like this huge fucking like Tarantino style 3001 A Laced Odyssey post like movie poster. And like I want to get it framed, but I just like haven't taken the time to do it yet. But like even just like you open a Mac album, you're like, ooh, I like wonder if there's going to be any yeah, goodies in this yeah, one. Yeah, my kid's vinyl has a poster in it. And yeah, those uh, records themselves are sick. Yeah, dude, Mac always has like some fun like art shit, like little pieces of paper or, or posters or something. <laughs> yeah, the Delusional Thomas one is cool because it has like him and it was like him and his Ariana Grande days. So it was like him and her like all over it, like mm. in like Polaroid picture style. It's pretty cool. I saw this thing. You know those memes where it's like God when he created me, and it's like regular portions of something, and, like just like an obscene amount of something else. Like, oh yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I saw when it was like Mac Miller when he makes music like bars beats like like something else and then it was like sex noises <laughs> like, like overtly like something and i'm like yeah dude you're yeah. right yeah mac always be having like somebody fucking in the background or like um at the end of i think it's senior skip day you're like hardcore punk fuck it's like a bunch of chicks talking <laughs> they're like no, no 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 yeah that's the only way to do it man it's that boom 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 <laughs> man yeah, yeah. no 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 but there's a difference between making love having sex and then fucking yeah fuck right yeah <laughs> and then the one we, he has with kendrick on macadelic where it's just like the song ends and i want you to fuck a minute me. <laughs> yeah a minute and a half of like porn uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like whoa whoa buddy i'm trolling my I'm, mom listen to this mac song <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny uh man his uh I think about this a lot, but just like his like artistic transformation still like amazes me to this day. Yeah, he changed quick, dude. Quick and would like excelled at what he was changing to. Yeah, dude. everything that he went to, he killed. Yeah. I'm stoked, dude. I gotta make JT a playlist. Like a Mac playlist or just in general? Just in general. There's obviously gonna be a lot of Mac. Yeah. Just don't share it with him until he gets his iPhone for the first time, like his first iPhone or something. Yeah, when, when he's, he's... twenty four. <laughs> hey, dude, you ever hear this guy Mac Miller? <laughs> that I'm twenty four. <laughs> I've listened to every single one of his vinyls. You dude, won't you stop have him paint- You, cry you have yourself. him painted in the like a mural of him in the basement. <laughs> you love him more than me. I, I know who <laughs> yes, the fuck I he know. is. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Yeah, why? <laughs> What's up? I mean, I made you this playlist, and there's quite a bit of him on there. What was? What's the first song going to be on that playlist? On and on and beyond DP. Like in order? Yeah. So you're just going to play? It's not going to be like listen to this in order, but it's going to be like here's like all the songs I like. I really like the message and the meaning behind them, and like I I think that you should listen to and like there are songs that have had a big impact on my life and I hope that they can do the same for you. Do you, um, when you make a playlist, do you just like add, like go into an album, add the songs you like from it and then go to like the yeah. next one. Or do you like curate? Like, I don't do a song by song now. I'll like, I don't make playlists very often. So I'm just like, what, I'm just going to throw a bunch of shit in there. We, uh, um, we got to make one for Austin requested me to make one for when we're like getting ready before the wedding. Okay. And I said, I'm going to outsource to Kenny and we'll make it like a best man's playlist or whatever. Put some bangers in there. I'm about that. I don't know how long he wants it, but I'll just Can make it for like. Can we have La Espada on it? I like that one. <laughs> what is that one? 
I'll, I'll play it for you. All right. It's on my gym playlist, which I shared with you. Because that thing, that thing's full of bangers. This is funny. I was at the gym the other day, and you sent me that new Joey, like, as I sat down to do my abs. Put it on, and I was like, well, great. Now I'm horny. <laughs> not not La Espada. There's no words in La Espada, but I want to do Pepas. But this is La Espada. Ooh. Dude, there's no words, and I hate songs without words, but this is like one of the ones that I can get down with. Dude, the beat goes hard. There's no words in this song? Oh, I was waiting for like a hard-ass beat. Ooh! <laughs> it does Dude, have a hard-ass beat. Somebody's had to spit to this before. Yeah, it's Could you imagine Waldo, Waldo's going to be spitting to that if we just play the beat? <laughs> yeah, I can see it now. <laughs> He can't. I don't think he can rap fast enough. It's a quick beat, dude. That violin is quick in there. But <laughs> yeah, it is quick, dude. That's just like, yeah. You have to. You'd have to be spitting, spin. We have to get Eminem. Like, you need to get a good warm up in too. Yeah. <laughs> Would we get Eminem, Tech Nine, Logic, like anybody that can just rap super fast? But this is uh, Pepas. <laughs> oh, this makes me want to be at a European club oh i know this song yeah i think this one's a remix though this this song makes me want to run through a wall yeah this is an absolute banger putting it on the playlist dude throw a shot back We're going to have Austin ready to just, like, <laughs> run through the aisle, dude, <laughs> sprinting. <laughs> he's going to be hyped, dude. He's he's literally going to be like, Whoa! <laughs> The Jersey fist bump's going to go hard at the oh, wedding. Oh, dude, it's going to come out for sure. It's coming out, dude. It comes the out jersey. of me. No matter what I'm doing, I'm fist- <laughs> if I'm dancing, my fist fi- is pumping. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most jersey thing I've ever heard. It's Yo, if like, I'm dude, dancing, the fist is pumping. <laughs> here's the thing: it's like I'm not even like Jersey Shore like that. Like that's like such like, a Jersey Shore stereotype. But, like I'm just like, I just like I I start going. My shoulder wants to move once I get into something, dog. I want to I want to throw that hand. <laughs> that hand is being thrown, bro. Usually I throw it in a shaka these days, though. <laughs> just throwing the shaka all over the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Shaka, everyone thinks that it just means like, yo, what's up, brother? You're right, but what it, or like Aloha, but what it actually means is like, I see you. I hope that everything with like you and your family is good with you. Like, I'm looking out for you and like, you let me know if you need anything. I'm here for you. It's way deeper than that. Wow. That makes me want to get it tatted on my forehead. you imagine I'd, I'd get a shock attack maybe i'll get a shock attack like worked in if i ever get another sleeve like worked into my sleeve i think that'd be a cool tat to have like behind your ear i thought about getting one on my calf but then i someone told me that they don't like calf muscles so i decided not to like a cat oh dude just like a singular tattoo on the back of your calf yeah did you freeze was i dancing that oh i froze that time you froze froze, dude and your face was like you froze (laughs) and then i was like oh i wonder if i'm still moving for him again this time so i started singing a song for you (laughs) no i I had nothing you were froze damn dude i I just put on the performance of a lifetime damn 
Like Rihanna at the Super Bowl? <laughs> no, that was like fifty percent, dude. Um, yeah. dude, you know, I'm I'm kind of all over the place tonight. Yo, but actually, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you because I'm going to forget about okay. this. All right, but you can't forget about what you were going to say. All right, let me uh, do something. Apparently, to this moment. Taylor Swift's con uh, concerts when she comes on, her part alone is like three hours, and she's just like playing songs for like the whole time, dude. Like, she doesn't, like, stop and, like, talk to the crowd. She just plays songs. Like, what do you mean? Maybe she stops and talks to the crowd, but she doesn't, like, take a break. But she just, she just like, playing music, like... For three hours? From her entire, like, discography for three hours. Yeah. That sounds awesome, dude. Right? Like, if you're, you know, if you're into Taylor Swift and whatnot? Maybe that's why there's, like, the her concerts are so expensive. Probably. I mean... I mean dude, I mean, if you're telling... if I was telling you I was going to a like an Eminem concert and he was just going to do his whole entire discography for three hours. Like I would, I would pay a lot of money for that. Yeah. But what if he's doing it all over the place? You know what I mean? I guess like still, bouncing from really hours, dude. No, I meant, I meant start... just like, like doing that same, like, you know, three hour shows at like 50 venues or 20, you know, venues. I don't know. Oh yeah. You know, that makes it way less special, but still, I mean, still a lot of money. Dude, if I was a famous rapper, I would I would like randomly just do like start doing exclusively shows. I I I wouldn't announce like a tour or anything, but I'd be like, hey, like next week I'm gonna do a show here, and it's gonna be this album. Like I'm just gonna do this album from one track one to track twelve. Like that's all you're getting. None none of like my singles. You're just getting like this album experience. Yeah, that'd be cool. Like I wish artists did that. Like if I could if I could go to a logic concert today, more like low key shit. Yeah, me too, dude. That's why I was super bummed when uh, Maggie and I had tickets to go see Meech in North Carolina, um, yeah, like two weeks after my birthday or something like that. And it was gonna be like five hundred people in a basement. We were gonna be like right there in front of him, like what? It was gonna be the probably one of the best concerts of my life, and it yeah. got postponed. Yeah, and I'm like, damn, dude, like. I think like those kind of like small intimate settings. Like I wish more people would do this, but you don't. You don't make the bread like that. You know what I mean? But maybe like I guess I wouldn't be surprised if Cole did it, but I don't think that he will. Um, I really wouldn't be surprised if Logic did it. Like just like I could really see Logic going and just doing small venues. He's like, dude, I don't need the money, so I'll just go and fucking play my songs for my fans that actually give a fuck about me and are going to be like you know the two hundred people in this room. Dude, he goes and does like open mics still. Like around, like he he'll just go to like a random open mic. Like there's a video of him. I think like a few months ago, he was in like a pizzeria, like a random pizzeria. Like really nobody knew who he was, and he was just doing like an open mic for like six people. Like it wasn't That's like so oh, Logic's gonna be here. He just shows up and he'll just be like, hey, like it's not him rapping. He's like, hey, like I'm Bobby. Like I make music. Um, and here's like a song that I wrote and he plays like the guitar and does one of his like supermarket ass songs. He's not like, Oh, I'm like a rapper, blah, blah, blah. Right, rap right. For you. Like he's just like out doing music for like pizzerias of like nine people that have no idea who he is. That's funny. Hey, I'm Bobby. Just going to play yeah. some tunes. <laughs> I'm Bobby. Like it's a song I All wrote. Right. Next time I go to, to Fort Lauderdale, you tell him that he needs to play outside of taco craft because like every night they got somebody outside on the corner fucking Playing the guitar and singing and whatnot. So Just I ripping some tunes. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. I was singing Maybe with he... him the last time we were there, bro. He had some slightly going on, bro. 
I'm gonna. He, he said that. Time. It was good. He said that he was gonna start duetting like TikToks for a little bit. So I'm gonna clip this and post it on TikTok and add him and be like, "Hey, just so you know, if you're ever in Fort Lauderdale, you gotta wait until Kenny's there. <laughs> yeah, and then go to this taco place and play some tunes for him. Yeah, that would be crazy. Yo, just fucking so logic playing the guitar outside my restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> He was okay. Ah, he tuna, <laughs> ah, he tuna poke tacos, bro. On life changing. Level. <laughs> my life has changed. It's not because I ran into logic. No, my life has changed because I've had these tacos for the sixth time. Because <laughs> <laughs> once you get past uh, five, you know you just like you only hit a whole nother level. I feel like that's how I feel after I have like a good piece of sushi, like a sushi that I'm like, oh, that was really good. I'm just like, oh, all right, well, once this is my I'm expectation now, sushi's for every about piece to come sushi back in my life. Forward. I said sushi's gonna come the, back into my life. I you froze for a few seconds. Oh, 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 yeah. I'm just stoked to have sushi again. I mean, I'm not not allowed to have it, but Lex isn't allowed to have it, so like we haven't. She can't have sushi. Yeah, she can't eat Why? like raw things. Like because she's, she's pregnant? pregnant. Yeah, there's a lot of rules Damn, on what sucks. you can't eat. Really? Can't I didn't. Eat, I like, didn't even know that. She can't eat deli meats, or like Damn, any like any like processed meats, like even like the little fucking guys that you put on a coochie board. Yeah, You're not supposed to eat those. Damn, no salami, nothing. Nah, dude, can't drink alcohol. Can't smoke weed. What the fuck? What is? What has she been doing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> She's eating a lot of random shit. I think we talked about this before, but has she had like a pregnancy craving? She's had a few, but like only for like a couple months at a time. I heard, I forget I was... who it was, but like, I think my mom told me she was like, she craved like Spanish rice when she was pregnant with me. And then she had me and she was like, dude, and then like, I didn't want, it was, I forget what it was, but it was like Spanish rice or something, I think. This lady that I was talking to at the office yesterday, she was like, we were talking about Lex and food and stuff like that. And she was like, oh, um, when I was pregnant with my first, like, water was like the most nauseating thing to me. Like, I couldn't drink water. It was terrible. So I was like making myself tea all the time because I literally couldn't stomach water. I was like, That's, I was like well, at least you didn't have a fucking craving for dirt. So <laughs> Yeah, what? Some people have that. Some I people know, I remember have, you telling me that. Yeah, have cravings for like non-food things. And it's like... Mine would be like Play-Doh spaghetti or something like that. I used to want to eat Play-Doh when I was a kid. Not actually. I didn't be like, ooh, I want to eat that Play-Doh. But like sometimes I saw Play-Doh. I and I was like, that or like I'll see like a Krabby Patty like from Spongebob. And I'd be like, I would eat that right now. If you gave me a 2D virtual Krabby Patty, I would find a way to eat that. Because that looks delicious. You could probably get one 3D printed and eat that. It's not going to be the same. I just don't so, know why. Apparently, some of the lab meat, like meat that they make in the lab, supposed to be like, I think it's supposed to be like meat-free, like harm-free type deal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that was always my thought. Like if it's made in a lab, it's like good for vegans, right? It turns out that like the starting point for all of that is cancerous meat cells. Because nice. like, because like the cancer like multiplies so much quicker than regular cells, so they'll take like cancerous, you know, tumors out of cows, cut it up, and then use that to use to make your regenerative fucking lab meat. That doesn't sound appetizing at all. You're just literally eating cancer. 
Yeah. Oh, God. They're, they're going to be selling it to people. I'm just going to keep eating regular meat. Regular fucking think, meat, I, dude. I think that's my plan. <laughs> um, I listen to this podcast now. It's called Sustainable Dish. This lady, Diana Rogers, she is the host of it. She's got this book out called Sacred Cow. And I think they turned it into a movie, too. And it's all about, like, eating meat and how good meat is for you and stuff like that. So now she's, like... She's going to like these conferences like all around the world talking about why people need to eat meat and why you can't start like taking meat out of your diet and especially why you shouldn't like take it out of like school diets. So I listened to her podcast the other day and she had this lady on from Cincinnati. They had actually met, you know how NFL does uh, my calls, my cleats. Yeah. Or whatever. Um, this one dude from the Bengals was like, yo, I didn't really have anything for the past couple of years in the league, but I really fuck with what you got going on. Um, so I want to support you and do this like my calls, my cleats, but like let's work let's do something to, like get food to people. So the girl, the other girl that was on the podcast was somebody who handles like food insecurity in Cincinnati for like people in the city and stuff. And they were talking about food insecurity in New York City. And 70% of kids that go to public school in New York City, like are food insecure, like might not have another meal outside of what they're getting at the public school. So like that's all the only food that they're getting, right? Maybe, maybe they get a little bit more, but they're not like going home and they don't have, they have a pantry full. You know what I mean? Right. Um, in New York city now they're doing meatless Mondays, right? So you don't get any meat on Mondays. And I think there's another day of the week that they're doing like no meat, like vegan only stuff. In pu- like public school. Yeah. In public schools in New York city. Oh, that sounds awful, dude. Yeah, the yeah the governor or the mayor or whatever of whoever is the person that runs cities. Um, oh, he, he was on the Yankees that. broadcast the other day, and I was like, oh. Yeah, he started that like a couple years ago. Um, Meatless Mondays, and then and they just recently got another week or day of the week to be also meatless. And it's like she's like, oh, look, I don't have a problem with like mixing in a salad here and there, but like these kids need nutrients, and you're only gonna get good like the best place to get nutrient dense nutrient dense foods is from meat and like why do you think the whole world's fucking deficient in b12 and iron because they're not eating meat and like you need those things to survive and like grow and like be nourished and like and and she was like and you're teaching kids now that meat's bad and they love hamburgers like that's like you know kids like favorite things growing up like hamburgers hot dogs like mac and cheese like fucking barbecue foods and she was like, and you're teaching them that like that's bad. So now instead of getting a hamburger, they're getting like just the fries and a coke, and like that's fucking terrible. That's, that's awful, dude. It's just potato and soda. Yeah. So she's oh, like man. fighting to like keep nutrients in in school meals and like make sure that people that are you know don't have you know access to food on a regular basis make sure that like they're able to get nutrient the nutrients that, so they, that need, they can yeah. live a fucking you know fruitful life and not be absolute skeletons just from eating fries and drinking coke. yeah the first episode of her podcast that i listened to was actually this chick she's like a famous like yoga influencer lady and she used to live in costa rica and she was vegan and that was like her thing she was vegan and she did yoga and all these people followed her and they loved her because she was vegan and did yoga i guess and lived on the beach i don't know anyway 
she was like she like kept getting sick for a couple years and she's like i don't know what the fuck's going on and then they were she was back home she she grew up in europe somewhere i forget where but she was back home like visiting her home country and she had her daughter with her and they were at like some farm and her daughter was like oh like what's in that like little like house thing like we didn't go in there and like oh that's like an old chicken coop there's nothing in there you can go check it out if you want and the little girl like came out with an egg and was like mommy like look i found this egg like it's for you i want you to have it and the like the lady who owned the farm was like holy shit dude like i literally can't believe you found that in there like i would have bet my life that there was nothing in there and it was cleaned out so the girl was like i I, like i took this as a sign and like started like reintroducing me into like our meals like not all the time like i was still mostly vegan but i would do it sometimes like eggs and i started to work in chicken and stuff like that and she was like and now like i don't like only eat meat but like i eat meat regularly i have meat and i have vegetables like i have everything and stuff like that um and she's like and i'm a lot more healthy than i was in those you know last years of veganism like i was very sick all the time and like i feel so much better now like i'm like i'm healthier and i'm like yeah bro it's because you're eating meat and getting what there's, your body there's needs, literally dude. like i don't think there's anything good about being vegan and the problem's not meat the problem is like all the processed bullshit and like the processed sugars and the seed oils and the fucking red 40 like that's that's what's killing you it's not the it's not the meat i promise it's not right. the meat I mean, dude, look at Europe. Like their their diet is so much cleaner than ours, and it's because they don't have all of like the same process. I mean, they have a lot of they the have same some stuff, of it, but they but... have also have so much shit that's banned in Europe. You can't even get it, and it's like, yeah, no, we're because it's consuming it's... that fucking all on the regular in America. Yeah, that's like a, that. That would be like my one reason to like leave America and live in I'm Europe. Really would interested be like... in Croatia. Croatia. Yeah, when we move to Croatia. Do you think we'll meet Luka Modric? Maybe. He's fucking nice, dude. He is nice, dude. Yeah, 37 years old, today. and he's fucking still fucking stunting on bulls in the Champions League. And, like, the middle midfield, too, dude. It's not like, yeah. oh, he's old, throw him up top. Like, my man is a yeah. horse. Yeah. Absolute horse. He's running the whole field nonstop. Same with Tony Cruz, bro. How old is he now? He's got to be, like, 35, at least. Let me look it up because I feel like he's yeah, kind of like the Madre, same age. Dude, somebody give that man his fucking flowers. I feel like I mean he did win a balloon, right? Yeah. So I mean flowers provided, but I feel like he gets like shit on, and everyone thinks it was like a fucking Make a Wish Foundation balloon to or award. Um, and they don't they're like, oh yeah, that's a phony one. And, like they don't, he doesn't have like the any actual respect. I mean, when it comes down to it, he has one dude. Like in ten years, he'd be like, "Oh, Luka Modric won a Ballon d'Or." Like, yeah, dude, he's been Real Madrid's best player, like arguably since Ronaldo left. Yeah, maybe even like the last few years of Ronaldo's time. In, mm-hmm. in I don't know, Ronaldo was dominant. Ronaldo was great until he left Madrid. Like he left Madrid, probably just past the peak of his prime. Yeah. By like a, a six months to a year, like he was, yeah, balling until he pretty much yeah. left Madrid. And even then, like he was still balling. He just wasn't like quite Ronaldo. At his like, he wasn't like Ronaldo. Like, yeah. But here's the thing: he was still the best player on the field in every single game that he played. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was still a top two player in the world. Um, and then yeah, he went to Juve, and he was still you know 
probably top two in the world with Messi, his first year at Juve at least. And then, you know, he's fallen off a little bit. But, like, he's still probably maybe top 10, definitely top 15. Yeah. It kind of sucks, like, he doesn't play in any big leagues now, so, like, yeah. he doesn't really get, like, the media attention anymore. But yeah, it's still – he's still my, like, favorite player of all time. As he should I, be. Dude, there's just – there's just nothing like better than seeing like prime like sophomore year of college and back like prime Real Madrid Ronaldo dude like when he would like dig Real Madrid out of like a 2-0 goal deficit in the Champions League in two legs of the Champions League be like oh Madrid's down 2-0 going into the second leg like Ronaldo's going to score a hat trick and and win like the amount of times that he did that and it just like almost came expected after a while dude yeah Watching that was insane because it's just like you knew it was coming, but he's still like there was always that little bit of doubt. We're like, ah, like it is too low. Like there's no, like he can't be that good. And he fucking bicycle kick on Juve to win the Champions League, bro. He always fucking finds like open space. He always finds a way to make an impact. Nobody has ever been able to defend him out of a game. No, no, like up until like two years ago, maybe, but. It was crazy, dude. He would just literally like find the weakness in the defense and take advantage of that. Whereas Messi was like the creator of all. Messi would create it and finish it. Ronaldo would like if you find Ronaldo on in the third half, third uh, period or final whatever third. the yeah final third, like he's gonna finish that eighty five percent of the time, dude. It's just like he yeah. gets to the corner of the eighteen and he has the ball. Like you're, I was you just thinking that, dude. Ronaldo's gonna like see the space and make the run and he's going to be the most athletic one on the field. So he's going to get to it. And then like, he's going to be able to do you dirty and score one, if not get a ball in, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's all, he's good at like one, twos, like being like the starting starting guy and the receiver of a one, two, whereas Messi will like drop more into his, the central midfield, pick the ball up and fucking dribble five motherfuckers and find like three of the cheekiest passes that couldn't even be seen to mankind, like a regular human being. And, yeah. and then it's just like an easy fucking beat the keeper. They'll chip it over him from the six yard box or like maybe eight yards out. Yeah. But Messi's also got that like long ball in his bag where he's like, if he cuts it in on his left foot, like right above the 18, that's also a terrifying spot to yeah. be in. If you're the other team, yeah. Um, I was going to say, dude, with Ronaldo too, like his ability to like receive a, like a cross and like finish with his head. Yeah, like, unmatched, dude. Like, might be the greatest header of a soccer ball of all time. I mean, yeah, maybe. I definitely don't have enough soccer knowledge to to claim that. I, dude, he used to like he was climbing people, bro. Like, he yeah. wasn't just like like yeah. he was he was out jumping people by like two feet. Yeah. When your knees are at some dude's shoulders and you're like heading a ball into net, like that's pretty unbeatable. And he finished a lot of them. Yeah. What about Harry Kane? Ah, fuck Harry Kane. What about Thomas Mueller? Dude, he, uh, did you know he's still playing? Yeah. He played I in actually, today's game. He he came in and I was like, they said Thomas Mueller's been looking for the ball for five, ten minutes now. Or yesterday's Where's game. Where's he at? And I was like, oh, yeah, so hey, yeah, Bayern still. still. Bayern. Yeah, yeah. Like, what the fuck, dude? I thought that man was old in 2014. Yeah, I actually, uh, I saw this podcast like clip today on Instagram and it was this kid and he was like, you know, like you can just you just know when somebody's good when like they're always getting the ball and like they're controlling things like when they're on the field like when you watch a game when you're in person. He was like, so I was I recently was at Bayern and and Dortmund and I was I was excited to see like Sane and like a, a bunch of other Dortmunds like young or Bayern's like young guys that he was like excited for and Sane was one of them so it has to be recent. 
um, if not like very recent. He was like, dude, and like they were all great, but like Thomas Mueller by far was like the best one on the pitch and just like controlled everything and like had the biggest impact. It's like it was yeah, really like it was the like, Luka it was, like, it was really Munich. really surprising to see. He was like, and I think that he might be one of like the the most underrated players in our generation, and it's because he plays in the Bundesliga. Oh yeah, and like his whole career too. Like he never. But he also he also has crazy Champions League goal numbers. He's just and not World Messi Cup. or Ronaldo and World yes. Cup. Yeah, dude. Like it's not like it's like oh the system in Bayern. Like this this dude goes into the World Cup and balls out too. Yeah. And Champions League when you're playing against you know okay that's the fucking best teams in Europe. Yeah, like consistently too because he played on Bayern, so it's not like he was yeah. like you know. Every time they went on a Champions League run, they were having to go through Madrid, Barca, Juve at the time, like all these big European giants. And he was balling every fucking one of them. <laughs> yeah. Same with Lewandowski, dude. Like he was always a thorn in our side at like in the Champions League. Yeah. Whether it was at Dortmund or fucking Bayern. But now he's dude, at remember Barca him and, and they Remember him and Marco Royce? Remember when him and Marco Royce were like the headliners of Dortmund's team? Dude, that was a Dortmund nasty is squad. like they are the fucking best farm team in the world. Yeah, they really do just farm out they generational not, talent. They might not be the best. There might be better farm teams, but there's no farm team that's like as consistent as, as good on the global stage. Like yeah. as like as yeah. good at, at like winning. Like there might be a, a team that's better at farming players. Like they might fucking get all their players from somebody else, and then only a couple of them become. Yeah, but like Dorman still finds a way to farm players and win. Yeah, they're a fun little squad. There might they were be always like a fun Dorman little though. squad using FIFA too. When when they had like Marco Royce, Lewandowski, uh, Pulisic good, for a while, and they're quick. Like they're they they're a fun team to play with. Like they're quick and they're skilly, and they're and they're solid, so you can hang with the bigger clubs. But you don't feel like you're like a douchebag playing with one of those like power. Like power clubs, like PSG, I mean? Bayern, Real, yeah. PSG, Bayern, Real, Barca, Man City. Now PSG's dead ass Messi, uh, Ronaldo, not Ronaldo, Neymar, and Mbappe, and you're just like, yep, gonna yep. use that. <laughs> Why sounds, would I not? <laughs> sounds like one of them is gonna beat me, probably. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I still play just as Man City when I'm playing online, but even so, I mean, their squads stack, but it's not PSG. Yeah, I mean, it's also kind of hard to find matches in like, especially like the old FIFA because I don't have 23 for the Series X. So I've just been playing FIFA 22 because mm. that's what's on Game Pass. Um, so, like, I have to pretty much play as Real Madrid to find, like, online games against anybody unless I'm playing clubs. Yeah, dude, I like it. I don't play Seasons too much. So I'll just, like, I'm, like, Division 9, dude. I go in there and I shit on kids. Dude, we and used I, I'm to. Like, uh... I'm, like, undefeated, but I just haven't played a lot. <laughs> I'll, I'll play, like, uh, you know, Ultimate Team and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, facts. Um we used to be menaces on like the split screen online like seasons. Yeah. Like dude, you and I'd hop on, play like against some scrubs online, <laughs> like to just hop on the same team for like two hours of rip through games. Yeah. We were low key nice with it, dude. I like Not how bad. like our friend group in college kinda had like also like a smaller group of like FIFA slash soccer heads. Like you'd go yeah. to a party at Beaver and like Carl would be on the Xbox like playing FIFA, like <laughs> running through kids on in the middle of like forty people. Or then it'd be like even like when Waldo got into it for a while, like he's not like a huge soccer head, but like we had everybody on that shit. That and Chell, dude. You remember when we used to do the fucking four four on a screen on one team on Chell? 
<laughs> we Bro, couldn't I do love shit, dude. I love oh, me some chill. Dude, me, you, Waldo, and Jake on the chill, like, online co-op or whatever. Like, that yeah, was that was yeah, good yeah, yeah. shit, dude. That was always we a good, for, good, lost for a good time. so many games, So dude. many games, dude. <laughs> well, because we'd be sitting there just chasing the puck, like, baked out of our minds on the couch. Everyone was puck chasing, dude. And Everybody down, was like, puck chasing. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you got to play with some composure and like you really got to mind like your uh your position in your hockey. position, especially if you're a defender, dude. Like if you get yeah. caught lacking, like you're fucked. Yeah. That like that's the thing like in FIFA, there's the field's so big and there's so many players that like if somebody doesn't know what the fuck they're doing, like it's no it kind of doesn't bro. affect the game. Yeah, it doesn't affect the yeah. game as much as Chell as where it's like, bro, if you're out of position for half a second, we could be fucked. Yeah, literally. Like, you could get beat just with, like, a quick pass and, whoop, okay, you're on the other way. Two Dude, on it one, was always... Cross trees goal. <laughs> it was always so funny when, like, we would go down by, like, two or three and then we'd just start hitting everyone. It'd be, like, going out of our way to just take someone clean off the boards and hear the hear the commentator go, he's hammered. <laughs> he's hammered. <laughs> he's reefed. <laughs> we'd have, like, three people in the, in the penalty all the box. <laughs> Like, like, if we're out, we're like, he's hammered. And then I'm like, oh, she doesn't get it because she never played child with us so. <laughs> at Beaver Hunt. He's reefed. What? what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, three guys in the penalty box because we couldn't just stop hitting everyone. <laughs> be like a five on two for half the game. It, dude, it really would be. Oh, man. Want to play some seasons tonight after this? Yeah, kind of. I still got to eat dinner still. Yeah, me too. That's fine, dude. Just be quick. Heat your shit up. Let's get let's get on the six while we uh while I wait for this thing to get up. While we can. All right, say fucking yeah. less, dude. All right, bet. Let's get it. Um, have you watched um more of Secession? I have not, unfortunately. I've been. That's uh, okay. I have to watch the new episode of Mando and then Dave tomorrow, and then I'll probably Succession's like my third go to right now. Like if I am caught up on yeah. Mando and Dave, then I'll watch Succession. That's fair. Um, I'm up to... I just finished episode five, I believe. That's the one where all the Mandalorians go to Navarro and save the day from the pirates. Or they don't save oh, the day because yeah. the, whole, yeah, yeah, the yeah. whole city gets fucked up. But they do the, get um, the pirates out of there. So you're like... one. You're two behind. I'm one behind. You're two behind. Okay. I think that was like my favorite episode. That was a good ass episode, and they all like, uh, what's her name? The um, Mandalorian like armorer tells Bo-Katan yeah. to like, you can take your helmet off, and we just need to go unite all Mandalore for to like take back Mandalore. Yeah, I don't know who the people that they're talking about are. You know, what I'm talking about like the people that they're trying to unite with. Yeah, yeah. It's that just she like says that she saw. It's just oh, the Mythosaur. Mythosaur, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Mythosaur, remember in the episode where they went down into the water, like into the caves of Mandalore, and he like bathed yeah. in the water or whatever? Remember yeah, yeah. that giant ass thing, like the the like monster thing, like at the end? That came out of the water? That was the Mythosaur. Mm. Why are they supposed important? it's supposed it's like a Mandalorian like legend. Like it's not supposed to be real. It was just used as a metaphor because like Back in like Mandalorian like times, like that was like what they based off like the power of the mythosaur and like what it stood for. But it was like always a myth because it's a mythosaur, like it's not real. 
And then she saw one in the water, and she's like, yo, I saw a fucking mythosaur. And the armor was like, bitch, no way. But maybe, all right, let's go reunite uh, Mandalore. Like, that's that's why the mythosaur, mythosaur like, showed itself, is to be like, yo, we're Mandalorians. We fuck shit up. Like, get together. Because the Mandalorian culture was split between people who didn't take their helmets off and who would take their helmets off because they're like, fuck the way. No, they're always saying, this is the way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like their that's like their So the mythosaur... Mantra are like fucked away and they took their helmets off and they stayed and now what? no the mythosaur is like the actual no, oh. fucking mo- monster in the water yeah i don't get it but like that monster appearing to bo was a sign to like unite mandalore with the people that were like fucked away are there people still like, there there's, there's not on mandalore because mandalore is supposedly they? like destroyed they just like dispersed throughout the universe that's why they're trying to like get out all the mandalorians together to become one again because the mythosaur appeared on mandalore and they're like oh that must be a sign so they're just like banding together whether it's this is the way or fuck the way and they're gonna like retake mandalore just deep in mando culture dude i love it yeah i kind of wish um that i could watch them with you and ask you questions as we go i dude i would be i'd be glad to do that like I love no, showing people um that's what I did with Maggie and like the Avengers. Like so we went back and we watched like Infinity War and Endgame first, because that's when we got our new sound system. I was like, yo, we gotta watch these movies, it's gonna rock our fucking shit. So we watched it and she was like super into it and loved like Infinity War and Endgame. And she's like, All right, well now we gotta go back and watch like all the Marvel movies and she's like, I'm just gonna ask you when anytime I have a question. So I've just been like filling in the gaps for her and she's like learning the bat the, the whole story but backwards. Yeah, that's good shit. Um, I was, that's like my favorite way to watch something. Like if Lex is watching something, I'll just like, sometimes I'll just be like, fuck it. I'm taking a break from work. I'll go sit down on the couch. And like sometimes she's watching something and I'll be like, I'll just ask questions. I'm like, Oh, why did that happen? Like, what's like, why did, yeah. like, why did that person say that? Like, why were they whack like that? Um, and then <laughs> yeah. she'll give me like the background on it. Yeah, dude, I do that too. With uh, she we, actually, I I'm gonna say it now. Like, I like Chicago PD, the show Chicago PD, but she's been like watching it for like a few months now because there's ten seasons of it. So it just like randomly came on one night, and she's like, "Oh, I kind of like this. Let me watch it." Now she's like ten seasons deep, but like that's her go-to show when I'm not like watching TV with her. But like I'm low low-key mad into it now because like I understand the characters and the development. And like anytime I have a question, I'll just be like. Why is this guy freaking out? <laughs> Do like, they oh, like well, reenact like... real calls? No, it's all it's like SVU, but it's P- it's like uh, Intel mm. Police Department in Chicago. Because I feel like I watched Chicago Fire a little bit, or one of the yeah. Fire Johns. Chicago and was Fire, like, and like they were like reenacting like real calls, or at least I thought it was reenacting real calls. I don't think I think it's just like the SVU type of shows, but it's you got Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, and Chicago PD. Mm. So it's just like stories of like fire department that would handle police department yeah. and medical. Lex, but PD's Lex good. Just, Lex watches one John with uh, the blind girl and her dog Peanut. And I watch <laughs> like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Peanut is literally Lex's favorite character. I'll be like, yo, honestly, like this main character, like she's kind of fucking terrible. And Lex is like, I literally don't care. I literally watch this. Watch for the it dog. for the dog. <laughs> every time, every time the dog is in it, she's like, Oh my god, peanut, peanut, go, peanut cameo. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Lex is just watching through episodes just to see the dog. She's fast forward. Oh, I think I saw him. Oh, go back, go back, go back. <laughs> oh, that's there funny. he is. Does she have like a go-to show? Like, is that her go-to um, show? No, no, no. She finished that. And it's that's not like a rewatcher. Uh-huh. Um she when she doesn't have anything else, she watches All American. She doesn't like really like All American, but she doesn't have anything she's like super into right now. So when there, when there's new episodes of All American, she'll watch that. Yeah. Um. No, I don't know, dude. She doesn't really she watch, watch too much. She watch Mando with you? No, not really into Star Wars. But I think one day she'll watch. I'll probably watch that with JT. She oh yeah, watch. that's right. She, yeah, dude, JT's gonna be. If you're not gonna put him on Star Wars. Uncle Johnny will put him on to Star Wars. I'll put him on Star Wars, dude. I might start with Mando, though. I might just be like, all right, we're gonna do new Star Wars. You don't, you don't, you don't have to watch the old ones, but if you want right. to, I'll certainly watch them with you. Right. I feel like that's like if you like the old, if you like the new stuff, you like the old stuff. So if you're into it, like you can go back and watch. Yeah, that's the thing. Why wouldn't you introduce them to the best stuff so they can appreciate it overall? Ah, uh, well, to me, the best stuff is like 2005 Star Wars. You're old, bro. But that's, but uh, I mean, it's just, that is, that's like opinionated. You know what I mean? Like that is, you can ask anyone that question and they're going to have a different answer. The best stuff. Right. Like my parents would say the best stuff is from when they grew up and I disagree with that. And I'd be like, oh, you're old, bro. Exactly. So you think like the new Star Wars movies, everyone's like, oh, these are the best ones. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Honestly, I haven't seen them. I've only, I'm only talking about Mandalorian. Like I said, that's where I would start him. I think Mando is like some of the best Star Wars that I've seen. Oh yeah, it, it for sure is on the like whole scale of things. But like if if I'm like if I have a kid that's never seen Star Wars and they're like I want to watch Star Wars, I'm like let's watch Episode Three. That's the best movie. That's the best Star Wars movie. You're getting the best lightsaber action. That's like appealing to kids. You're getting like the best story. You get Darth Vader at the end. You get a bunch of action. I'm not gonna be like, like yo, the- episode four, season two, Mando, sit down. I like the one where they get Luke and he races, and he wins. You, you, you get An- you, Anakin. That's episode yeah, one, yeah, yeah. and that's a good one. I, I yeah, I'd show him that one too. That's what I'm saying. 2001 to 2005, best Star Wars movie. I mean, so I think but Mando's episode- the best Star Wars show. Yeah, me too. But I haven't watched any other ones, so. I'll have to go huh. back and watch all the Star Wars, or I could just wait until JT's you know what old show enough. Com- you know what show comes out soon? I think is uh, Ahsoka. Remember that? I don't know. I don't know what Remember that is. The girl from season one who like, na- like told him told Mando Grogu his name like before he was just Baby Yoda, and then he's like, oh, she's his name is Grogu. Like he told me his name is Grogu. She's got the blue mm-hmm. lightsaber and like the the long like blue tails on her head. No, I don't remember that. Oh, dude. It's going to be good. It's going to be, she's going to have a lightsaber and she's like an actual Jedi. It's not just like a Star Wars universe story. It's like a story about Jedi. She was, dude, you don't remember last season when Grogu went to train with Luke Skywalker for a little bit? No. You don't remember any of that part? (laughs) Dude, I don't remember shows at all. I don't remember anything at all long term. Season two, Mando, when like it's like, all right, you got to choose if you want to go train as a Jedi or you want to choose as like if you want to stay with Mando. And he chooses to stay as a Jedi for for a little bit, and then eventually like chooses to go back with Mando because that's like his dad or whatever. 
It was like the whole purpose of season two. <laughs> huh. Well, Ahsoka was there, is what I was saying. She was like training him with Luke. And then Grogu was like, fuck y'all, I, I want to be Mandalorian. And then he jumps over that kid and said, pop, pop, pop. Yeah, dude, you saw that? My man got hot. Yeah, kid's nice. <laughs> pop, pop, pop. He, he didn't even want to do gun. it to him. He was like, yo, <laughs> yo, pops, dude, man, that's raising me. <laughs> I can't just be flexing like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he really was flexing, bro. And Mando was like, nah, bro, you're straight. Yeah, he's like, no, he's pop, got pop, this. He's got Great this. Thing. Well, just, just trust, trust, trust the process. And then Grogu gets hit twice, and he's like, "All right, I'm not time to teach this boy a lesson." <laughs> Fucking force flips over, guy. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Oh shit! I bet all the Mandalorians were like, "Oh, what the fuck is this thing?" A little <laughs> yeah, frog <bro>. jumping around. <laughs> that was the best said, part of the show. I said, "Din, you got this little frog that's flipping around doing floating tricks. What the fuck? Where have you been?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, he's 50 years old. He's chill. <laughs> <laughs> 50? How you mean? Yeah, that's how that's how old Grogu is. No, I know, is. I know. I know. He's still got like 750 years, bro. Oh, that's going to be sad when like Din fucking dies of old age and Grogu's like, all right, well, that that was like 50 years. <laughs> now what? Yeah, literally. Dude, living to 800 has got to suck. What do yeah, you do after like so 400 years die. of just seeing everyone die? Jump over a motherfucker. Oh, dude, you know the episode You're that, just hitting um, your stride at 400, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you really are, bro. You're still growing. <laughs> You're like, I'm starting to get dang at this thing. <laughs> oh, 400, dude? It's like, yeah, I still got another 400? Bro, I'm young. When, when you hear, Yo, I'm 400 years old. Damn, you're just a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That's crazy. Matt, I couldn't I I yeah, after like 100 years I'm good. I think I've seen everything I could possibly see. There's no, nothing else to learn or that I care about learning <laughs> after 100 years, bro. Yeah, I mean Imagine being 100 and being like, "All right, well, only 7 8th of the way done." <laughs> if I make it too long i'll probably just like if i'm healthy i'm probably just gonna hit a little lethal injection action call it a day like a hundred and if i'm if i'm like 125 yeah good if i'm like 120 here's the thing everyone that i love is probably dead i can't move and i don't want to be here anymore but that's what, maybe i can move maybe i stay fit maybe i'm healthy yeah what if they come out with like some sort of like pill you take where just like all right you can either fucking just keep a living or call it a day whenever you want you're like 200 the second you stop oh dude 100 effectiveness <laughs> that's terrifying to think about that could be a top seller in 2023 bro <laughs> <laughs> but dude i'm sure they're gonna have like 25 30 years from now some sort of like robotic system like nerve system or something that just like makes you like keeps your heart pumping probably gonna be pretty fucking expensive but yeah i don't know like dude, technology's cool. gotta get that smart if it's not already yeah like i don't i don't see why you couldn't make a heart like do you think heart. technology is ever gonna get to a point where they can just it creates life 
Here's the thing, though. I actually think that I heard that hearts aren't the pumper, actually. What it's is? your lungs. Really? Yeah, you have to be able to breathe. And oh, you're... yeah. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. And your that lungs, makes... like, put the oxygen into the into... heart, and that's what right. makes it start going. The heart's more like a valve, and your lungs are really the ones doing the work. <laughs> it's a good thing I quit vaping then, huh? It is a good thing. Yeah. Um, dude, I'm my brain is all over the place tonight. That's I cool. just keep thinking of like the most random things. But cool. um, Maggie and I did a paint night last night, and I did. Ooh, uh, she did, dude. She did like the perfect representation of like a best, like her best Bob Ross type of painting. She did like mountains and trees and like a lake, and it looks really nice, right? And I'm over here, fucking. I do this every time we paint, bro. I'm over here. I'm like looking for ideas on like Pinterest and stuff, and I find this one where it's like Venom like the Marvel character, like splattered yeah. onto a canvas. And I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going to paint this fucking four hours later, dude. It's like 1245 at night and I'm still painting this goddamn thing. Maggie's over here. She's been done for two and a half hours and she's got a beautiful painting of the mountains and like the sky with some clouds. And she put a little ripple effect in her water. I'm over here. So I'm like, ah, oh, I got to fill in these holes in this splatter, dude. I'm like, who do I think Does I she am, watch bro? Bob Ross? Um, she doesn't, but sometimes I'll throw it on, like, to fall asleep, too. And then, you know, it's on YouTube. So, like, we'll wake up at, like, 4 a.m. And Bob Ross is still sitting there, like, still whispering on. to us, like, painting. It's kind of nice, honestly. We don't have a TV in the room, and I think I like it. In your bedroom? Yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, it's, like, one of my habits that I don't like about myself is I always need the TV on. Yeah. No, I don't need it, like... If I'm in a situation where I don't have a TV in my room, like I'll just like I could could fall asleep, but like in my personal bedroom, like sometimes I just be like staring at the wall. And I'm like, damn, I'd rather spend this time watching something or doing something. But then that's what really fucks me because that's what keeps me up ultimately. I think that's how Lex feels, but honestly, I think if something was on, she would fall asleep. Yeah, Maggie falls asleep with with it on. Like I I always watch TV and she falls asleep first pretty much every night, but she falls that's asleep so easily, on. dude. Yeah, I don't understand and then it's like, it. She just like she so puts her head down me, and is asleep in five minutes. I can't. I don't know how she does it. Hmm. I wish I could do it. Maybe I got to get a TV in the room, put something on, watch literally one episode of something. Lex will be sleeping halfway through, and then I'll be I, like, All yeah, right, dude. Go. I'll usually just like throw something on and like put a timer on the TV for like an hour. So like, I'll fall asleep. if I fall asleep, like it'll turn the TV will turn off, and after I'm asleep, it's fine. But like if I don't fall asleep, then I'll just like add another hour on and like all right, maybe I'll fall asleep now. But like. It's usually always on when my brain turns off. Yeah, I like I like sleeping in the dark though. So I, I like I was just like, all right, let me make sure this gets Lex to bed, and then I can just turn this off and show. And then just you only go put myself to sleep. Yeah, there is nothing better about like it's super dark room when you're sleeping too. Yeah, it's nice sometimes, dude, because like especially now, like with our, we have our windows open a little bit since it's been warmer, and like. If I have the TV off and like I can just like hear the train like going by every now and then or just like have some sort of like background noise. I think that's all it is. It's just the noise. Yeah. Um, We have a humidifier in our room now. Dude, it's made me such a spoiled brat. When I was in Houston, I was like, bro, I'm so stuffed up. And I think it's because I don't have a humidifier here. Um, And like that thing makes a little bit of noise. I was thinking about getting one of those, honestly, dude, because I feel like we would really just need one for like our whole house. Yeah, we just have one in our bedroom. 
I've I've had like the worst like nasal allergies, throat allergies. I think of my life this year, dude. Like I'm still. Remember the other Hit day the last salts. week when we recorded? I I could. I wish I had some <laughs> sniffing salts, dude. Um, but last week when we recorded, remember I was like, bro, I think I have COVID or something. It was just yeah, like yeah, really yeah. bad allergies, and it's still like my throat is still like kind of on fire from it. But like everything else is gone. Up, like, I had my a little bit of usual, allergies but... the day we got back, or the day after we got back from Florida. I that wonder if it's. I want Maggie said it's because it's just North Carolina in general, and like it makes sense because it's like my first real allergy season here. Like I moved, I moved to North Carolina last June, so it was like kind of past like allergy season already. Right, when I lived here. But then, obviously, this is my first spring, and every time I come back from somewhere, it's the worst, dude. Like, San Diego came back, melted me. Virginia came back, melted me. Georgia, when we went to Savannah, came back, melted me. So I think Maybe it, it was I, after maybe Savannah, just, I felt sick for, like, a day. Yeah, I wasn't feeling great after Savannah. I, that wouldn't surprise me, though, dude. I was probably so run down, dude, after that drive home. Yeah, I was going to say. After like, that weekend we, and then that drive home. Weekend, drive home, and then, like, straight into like a Monday. Like mm-hmm. that's tough. Yeah. But hopefully it's hopefully I'm almost past it now. Cause I would like to not feel like shit every time I go outside. That would be good. We got a, uh, we got this big tree in the front yard and that thing sheds pollen like a motherfucker. And Lex hates it. Lex, Lex wants to just cut the fucking branches that there's no more limbs. And it's just like a fucking tree. <laughs> it's just a stick. <laughs> Like, look, we're not doing that. If we're having a tree, we're gonna have a tree. And if we're gonna get it taken down, we're gonna get the whole thing taken down. But I can't afford to get the entire fucking tree taken down right now. So unless mm-hmm. you can, <laughs> and that's what you want to spend a couple thousand dollars on, be my guest. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have this tree. And she's like, "Well, what if, like, you know, you just pay half and you get it taught? You just get like all the shit cut off." And I'm like, "I'm not doing that. I'd rather that deal sounds- with the pollen that's gonna fall. It's yeah, bad, though. With- it's bad." Yeah, but it's a few weeks, and you're, like, usually in the clear. See, it's really just, like, that initial. But I, that's what I'm saying, dude. I don't know. This this year's, like, allergy season's been rough for your boy. Well, I hope it gets better for you. Me too, man. Me too, man. Just like, and I hope if any of our listeners are, you know, feeling down with the allergies, dude, I uh, I hope it gets better for you too. Warm weather, Warm weather is right around the corner. It is, dude. It was 84 degrees and sunny today, and I was inside mm. all fucking day, cold, shivering in this air conditioning because I had to fucking work <laughs> all yeah. day. I didn't go That's outside why. until 6, 6, 630. I went outside. I said 10 minutes, and I was like, I'm going to go outside and roll this joint and sit outside in like the real world for a little bit. And just be alive and not in front of a screen all day. Yesterday when I was grilling my steaks, I smoked, then I had socks and shoes off in the grass, in the dirt, running around chasing Benjamin. Mm. Like a half hour. That's a nice little cook. That's like a nice little connection to your mother earth. Little battery yeah, charge. Dude, you gotta get you gotta get connected to Mother Earth. That's why that's why he's so healthy, because he fucking lays out there, he gets mad sun. He's always yeah. like touching the ground. I'm not touching the real ground enough. I'm always in socks and shoes. I know. Kyla, like her paws are uh like spraying again. i and Maggie has a she thinks it's because like after like a week after we give her a bath or something, like affects her paws. But her paws will like fray a little bit and then she'll start to like bite at them and then it like hurts her. So like she'll like hobble around on like her back paw for like a few days and Maggie had to put like this cream on her today. But I feel bad, dude, because like our backyard is straight up just like sand and like not comfortable grass. 
So like taking yeah. her out there with her paws and she's just like, nah, 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 I just need to poop. <laughs> <laughs> ben like sliced his shit open on probably on a piece of glass out back, honestly. Um, and they like Lex like doctored him up. I think this was when we were Savannah actually. Lex like doctored him up and then he just like limped on it for a day and then healed himself. Yeah. He limped on it like a little bit more like the next day. Dude, dogs are straight up just toddlers, bro. Just like brush it off, fucking throw a band-aid on it and keep going. Keep it moving. Yeah, dude. They heal so nice. He's a toddler. He's only seven. So we got what? 97 more years ago? Yeah. He's not even seven. I think he's five. And Kyle's eight. That's that's good toddler age. That's good Tyler the creator age. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the next kid. Tyler the creator. Tyler well. the creator. Still well. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yo, we're having our second kid. Oh, what are you going to name him? Tyler the creator. <laughs> Big Tyler fans, huh? Nah, not really. <laughs> My mom said that we should name him Alec Bohm. <laughs> Alec Bohm still well. <laughs> you should just name him Alec Bohm too. <laughs> <laughs> Alec Bohm Jr., but totally unrelated. <laughs> Not even Jr., just two. The second version. Um, uh, yeah, my mom was like, yeah, you should name your next kid Alec. I like that name a lot, blah, blah, blah. This is kind of a nice she's, name. She's buying his jersey. Bohm? Yeah. She's a big Bohm guy? She is now, I guess, all this, uh, this season all of a sudden. I was telling hey, my dad before the game, I was like, I think Bohm's my favorite Philly to watch this year. Over Schwarby and his butter slice swing, dude? I don't know, dude. It's close. It's one of those two. I love Schwarby. Trey Turner? I like Bomer, dude. He's just, eh. Um, I mean, like, I'm glad when he does well, and like, I, but I kind of, like, expect it. And, like, that's what you're getting paid to do, so it's a little different. Right, yeah. He hasn't earned it. He hasn't earned, like, my respect yet as a Philly. Yeah, um, that's fair. Still still new. Yeah, I, he's he's been good. He's been really good. Um, But, I mean. Because we're fucking 12 games into the season, into his entire Phillies career. Um, but yeah, dude, Boom, just like the growth in him. And like, he's been like pretty hot to start the season. So like having a lot of fun. He plays watching a him nice play. third. Yeah, he plays a nice third. And, and he fills in at first too. Derek Hall was at first the other day and he got hurt. He injured his hand sliding in the second or something like that. Um, so then Boomer went over to first. I think they put in Mundo Sosa at third. Edmundo. Yeah, but I, that it's kind of like upsets me because like I'd rather Bohm get those reps at third and like be on that hot corner, you know what I mean? Right. Like then be wasting time at first because somebody else That's, can't play it's like first. Second strength first baseman, yeah. Yeah. I thought Schwarby plays first base. Sometimes. You should just stick him at first base and definitely he that man can pick it at first. Played first base for the Red Sox. Yeah, put him at first, and then you could have Costi permanently out and right. Brandon yeah. Marsh in center. Brandon Marsh. Jake that Cave dude is, in left. Dude, Brandon Marsh is a caveman. <laughs> he he is, bro. So, fucking soaking wet hair, like, down past his neck. Fucking giant fucking beard, scruggly, just up there. Rah. I'm Brandon Marsh. <laughs> and then hit dingers. That's how, that's how I imagine Brandon Marsh, just fucking shagging fly balls in center field and, and fucking <laughs> cutting <laughs> Cutting down a tree to make his own <laughs> baseball bat, dude. Just just a second. I'm just finishing Lumberjack this Marsh. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I just broke my bat. Let me go cut down a tree. 
<laughs> That's how I imagine uh, Brandon Marsh. He's. I feel like he's been having an okay year, if not better. Yeah, he's got I a few home runs. It's still early to tell anything when people are like, oh, he's on fire. It's like, dude, it's been 12 games. Unless you're Jordan Walker with a 12-game hit yeah, streak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking Judge is on like a 45 on-base streak right now, dating back to like last August. That's pretty he's good. It's been like 45 games in a row he's gotten on base, whether that be like walk, hit, or whatever. Yeah, he gets walked a lot. He do. That man is huge. He has a giant strike zone, and he still gets walked a lot because people are scared. Yep. They are scared, dude. <laughs> I remember when DraftKings had a fucking Aaron Judge to get a hit boosted to plus 100. <laughs> boosted to R- plus 100. All right, dude. Yeah, of course Aaron Judge is going to get a hit. No, didn't get a hit because he got intentionally walked like three or four times. Four times. <laughs> DraftKings gave the money back and then said, okay, same thing tonight. Did they so really double down on it? Yeah, it was it a fifty. It was fifty bet max. So I bet twenty five the first time. They gave it back, and it was still fifty bet fifty dollar max. So they, I was like, all right, you gave it back to me, straight up, double or nothing. Threw fifty <laughs> down on it, and then it hit. Oh, let's go, dude! Oh my god! Speaking of bets, real quick, my uh, friend Nick had a crazy parlay in for the uh, Champions League match today. And it was a ten dollar play to win just over four grand, and he needed Real Madrid money line over two and a half goals, Real Madrid halftime result, Real Madrid to have five or more shots on target, Benzema anytime goal scorer, Vinny anytime assist, Vinny to have one or more shot on target, and Benzema to have one or more shot on target. Yeah. And he went I think he had like a few other plays in like the Milan game, but I can't see, but he went like I think it was like 10 or 11 for 13 on his parlay. Yeah, I was going to say, they, did, they didn't get the halftime. No, they, they didn't did. get the. Oh, really? Yeah, they went up one nothing in like the 22nd minute or something. And it what was, was a Benzema goal. 2-0 uh, two two or 3-0? 2 nothing, I think. I think yeah. it was 2. I think it was Asensio came on in the 70th and scored. Yeah, and yeah you're right. It was 2 nothing. I I like tapped out at the 80th minute, and, like right and after Vinny he scored that goal. And Vinny had both goals. Or both assists. Both assists, yeah. But I don't know if the over on um, his five shots or more hit. shots hit, yeah. And not the over on the total. Yeah. Two and a half didn't hit. And I think like one other one in his Milan. I think he had like Milan money line. Or not Milan. Uh, who'd they play? Napoli. Napoli. He had Napoli money line. That's bold. They lost, I think, was it one nothing? Yeah. I think he took the under, but then like had the had Napoli winning it like one nothing or two nothing. Because I think it was the mm. line was at two and a half. But uh yeah, he like he's like, dude, that would have been and he's not like he doesn't sports like he really just watches soccer. Like he doesn't follow like any other sport really. It's just like he's like just a huge Chelsea fan. So it's like he hops on there and does like one parlay like every fucking like two months maybe. And he's like, yeah, 10 bucks on here. See what happens. And he sent me like halftime a screenshot of like six of them all green beamed already. And he was like, dude, I'm sweating. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that'll happen. Bro. I would be too. <laughs> That's dope. Could you, could you imagine just quick four G's just off of like a random like, yeah, I think this will happen. That'd be nice. Yeah. Couldn't be me. My tax return hit my direct deposit the other day. Two hundred dollars. Woo woo. Ugh, I have to pay mine in three days. Woo hoo. <laughs> All right, mother suckers. 
Have That'll a great weekend. It. Oh, yeah. Man City beat Bayern 3 0. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Man City and both Real going up into the second leg in good positions. And those games will be played next week. So I guess we'll have an update for you at the very end of the quarterfinal of Champions League legs. Yep, that'll be it. Whoop. whoop. All right, see ya. Have a great <laughs> I thought, weekend. I thought you were subbing smooches for whoop whoop. <laughs> nope. See ya. Have a great weekend. And uh, tell somebody you love them. Give them a hug. And some smooches. smooches.